Thanks for downloading the Preston and Steve podcast from WMMR. It'll begin right after these words. You're listening to Preston and Steve. MMR rocks now. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is the 30th of October. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, the Coast Guard and Navy were searching for as many as nine possible survivors in the ocean off the Southern California coast following a collision between a Coast Guard plane and a Marine helicopter. An FAA spokesman said a pilot reported seeing a fireball in the vicinity of the suspected crash site. Uh, the crash was reported about 7:10 last night, about 15 miles off uh, uh, San Clemente Island. The island is the southernmost of the eight channel islands located 68 nautical miles west of San Diego. The Navy has owned and trained there since 1934 according to the island's website navy air station uh naval air station north island is responsible for the island's administration a marine corps spokesman confirmed that an ah1 cobra attack helicopter had gone down but he had no further information he said it belonged to the third marine aircraft wing stationed uh, at camp pendleton the coast guard plane was believed to be a c-130 a long-range surveillance and transport fixed wing aircraft that is used to perform a variety of missions it's a big plane too. yeah it is i would not want to be in that water too because it is uh yeah. it's shark Intensive. Yep. Seven people were on board the C-130 and two people were aboard the helicopter. The Coast Guard said it sent three uh, and diverted an MH-60 Jayhawk helicopter to the area to search for survivors while the Navy sent four vessels and multiple helicopters. Earlier this week, it was an A-1 uh, Cobra attack helicopter that collided with a UH-1 helicopter over southern Afghanistan, killing four American troops and wounding two more. Three teens convicted of beating a man on a dare, causing his fatal asthma attack on a Philadelphia subway platform, were sentenced Thursday to more than 12 years in prison. 36-year-old Sean Conroy found himself cornered and alone on the subway platform near City Hall in March of last year. He died as 18-year-old Amir Best, 17-year-old Nashir Fisher, and Kinta Stanton joined two others in beating the Starbucks manager after they decided to cut school, prosecutors say. Just on a dare. Yep, just on yes. a dare. The group's laughter during the attack drew the attention of a police officer who nabbed Stanton. The others were arrested over the next few days. Uh, the midday assault was one <clears throat> in a string of subway attacks that chilled commuters. Now, Thursday, Conroy's mother addressed the teenagers uh, before they were sentenced to 12 and a half to 25 years in prison. She said, I wake up to the sounds of his pleas for mercy while you laughed. Uh, I don't understand how you could laugh. You laughed right up until the time of the verdict. Uh, she said her son was her only child. He was my heart and soul. During the trial er, trial earlier this year, Best and Fisher were convicted of third-degree murder and conspiracy to commit murder. Stanton was convicted of involuntary manslaughter and the conspiracy charge as well. Uh, Stanton had been granted a juvenile court transfer that uh, would have that would have cut his prison time, but the transfer was revoked when he allegedly shot a friend while he was on house arrest. Oh, uh, yeah. really? I figured yeah. that would bolster his case. Oh, yeah. my Shot God. someone. These yeah. are cocky little bastards. I saw them bringing him in, uh, some video footage of them bringing them in to, for trial, yep. and they just look... You know, like like they're almost proud of what they did. It just makes me sick. Absolutely, set off on a life of crime. Yeah. So in twelve years is just not enough time. Yep. Because most likely, if uh, if they just stay out of trouble, they'll be out earlier. They'll be out earlier. Yeah, and and out doing more crap. Yep. Uh, Seventeen-year-old Fisher apologized to the Conroy family in court and said he hoped to become a lawyer. Okay. The Coast Guard is searching for someone in the Delaware River this morning. They received a call at around 348 of a submerged boat and two men needing to be rescued off the coast of Marcus Hook in Delaware County. Uh, one person was rescued immediately, and they are continuing the search for the second person. Uh, the boat was located about four miles down the river in Wilmington, Delaware. And that's all the information that's being released right now. In sports this morning... <laughs> Wow. Wow. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah. Did, 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 
The World Series is now tied at one win apiece for the Phillies and the Yankees. That's okay. Last night, the Yanks won the game two. Uh, one game two, three to one. Phil starter Pedro Martinez was impressive, but Yankee starter A.J. Burnett was better. Uh, Mariano Rivera who struggled in the eighth inning but got Chase Utley to ground into a crucial double play, earned his second 38 postseason save. Replays showed that Utley was, in fact, safe, but the first base umpire missed the call. Game three is tomorrow night at Citizens Bank Park. Cole Hamels will get the start for the Phillies, and Andy Pettit will pitch for New York. Game time is 7.57. The Sixers play the Milwaukee Bucks tonight in their home opener at the Wachovia Center. For the second time in its history, Kansas is number one in the Associated Press preseason top 25. Villanova, uh, which reached the Final Four last season, was ranked fifth in the AP poll. In football news, New Orleans Saints fullback Keith Evans has been placed on injured reserve. He will be replaced on the 53-man roster by former Eagles fullback and Preston and Steve intern Kyle Echol. Uh-huh. Saints coach Sean Payton said on Thursday, the Eagles face their NFC East rivals, the New York Giants, this Sunday in South Philly. Game time is 1 o'clock, and the Phillies are still the World Series champs. Yes, they are. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. And as is uh, with tradition, it's a Friday morning before Halloween, so we will be very busy today. We have many things that we're going to get to this morning. Of and course. Things that you can participate in. Um, we have, uh, guest-wise, Dom Irera joining us. He's got a show at the TLA coming up on the 27th of November. Uh, our good friend Mark Summers, who you know of the Days of Double Dare, mm. will be here this morning. And at our costume party last night, there were a number of yeah. Double Dare costumes. Did you yeah, see that? I ha- love that. Yeah. yeah, I was completely shocked. There was one of the bartenders behind yep. the bar, and yep. then there were two other girls. Yeah, and they had basically the same costumes, yeah. which were the, uh, uh, the, the Double Dare you know, shirts and pants, and and they had helmets that had cups on the top of them. <laughs> they were great, yeah, man. Yeah. And by the way, we'll have to recap that party. That was a good time last it night. It was a good time. I was quite surprised with the second game of the World Series on and how packed that place got at Mad River. It was a really, really fun party. Yeah, and um, very, very inventive costumes. That was just so impressive. Yep. Uh, so many things going on this weekend, as you had mentioned in sports, Kathy, and with uh, Pearl Jam performing. But the, the Abate Toy Run is on Sunday. Yeah. And uh, Mark Schultz from Abate is going to stop by, and he'll bring you up to speed on what's going on okay. with that. Now, we also have taking place live... Live this morning, the haunted horror. Good Lord, and our official, our official uh, haunted horror ride correspondent, uh, Nick McElwain, <laughs> will be uh, on location yeah. bringing you the sights and sounds. Is uh, is Matt Cord going to be there yes, as well? Matt's going to be joining me, and uh, we've got all the uh, flatbeds trucks from uh, Base Motel. We love those guys, and uh, we're going to be driving in uh, in a few hours. It's a it's a an absurd rolling. Uh, <laughs> Caravan of depravity. Yeah, yeah. it's a strip yeah. club on wheels. That's basically. what it is. And then we're going to take you down to Club Risque, uh, and we will have your opportunity to win some Pearl Jam tickets for the Halloween show. R- remember, this is the very same thing that almost got us evicted from this building. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That's why we had yeah. to move it. That's and now we had to move. Yeah, exactly. Now we do it on Delaware Avenue, <laughs> uh, and we'll, we'll uh, apprise you of the exact location of the horror ride and where this caravan is is uh, rolling through. And and we uh, invite you to uh, you know roll by and take pictures and honk your horn and make some noise and let us know what you see and give us a call. It's your best way to show support for the Phillies. Yes. <laughs> Keep going with that, Steve. I, I, know, just trying, no, no, just I like thought it. I'd throw that out there. It's good. How could you not get on board with that? But listen, right after the whore ride, uh, Nick and the rest of the crew are going to end up at Club Risque on Delaware Ave, and the club's going to be open. There's no cover charge, and they always have uh, like a little breakfast thing laid out there. And, and the we'll, food is damn good. Everybody who stops by will be registered for some prizes, which we'll give away, and uh, the tickets that I mentioned will be, uh, will be given. 
given out. So we ask that you uh, come by. The whole show is going to go down yep. there. You're listening to Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. MMR rocks now. Friday, October 30th. Today's birthdays include Kevin Pollack, uh, who we had in the studio all not yeah. that long ago. With uh, with Chet. Yeah. Uh, very nice guy. Twitters all the time. Does he really? Yeah, yeah. all the time. Very active site. And, and uses his uh, his twit pics and videos, all yeah. that stuff. Uh, you know him from A Few Good Men. He was Lieutenant Weinberg. Uh, also from uh, the uh, the Usual Suspects and Casino and, uh, you know, Comedy. Avalon. Great movie. Stuff. Yep, he's uh, 52 years old today. I'm surprised you didn't wheel out your uh, your Jack soliloquy. I didn't, you know, when he, when he was... Your monologue. I, I didn't, I don't know, I, I didn't think he would have appreciated it, so I decided not to go with He's him. in our house when he's here. I, I still have it, though. I still, I've got it. You still have it? I run Keep it through. It. Every couple weeks, shut up. Every couple <laughs> weeks, I run it through my mind, just uh, make sure that I still know maybe it. Maybe we'll hold you, uh, hold you to it and see yeah. if you can do, do I, it. I really considered doing the uh um Glory. The, the soliloquy from Glory, but yeah. there's there's too many N words in yeah. it, and it's, uh, it's what, I, although the regardless way, of your reason for doing it, it's, yeah. it wouldn't hold up. It's not disrespectful. No, it's it, absolutely it's, respectful. It's just not acceptable to throw that word around too. I much. think you'd have to be black to do that. I think one. <laughs> you know what? Steve it would just help would if work. I did if I put blackface. Yes, do like on. a minstrel show. <laughs> That's respectful. That would curry favor yeah. with the NAACP. You think so? Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, they'd be all over that. Happy birthday to Kevin. Oh, good job. He's fifty. Trying to look like one of us. That's awesome. <laughs> We're always flattered by that. Uh, Gavin Rossdale of uh, Bush is uh, 44 years old today. When did he find out he had he had like a 16 year old daughter and never knew it? It was like four yeah. or five years ago. Yeah, I do remember that. And story. Gwen Stefani sort of rolled with that. Like, oh, okay. I I think she's just a good person. Yeah. I think she's actually pretty cool. We've had the chance to meet her a couple times, and she's actually very sweet and has become way more successful than I thought she would be on her Way own. more successful than him. Than him, yeah. yeah, no question. I mean, and now she's uh, apparently in the fashion world, she's fairly respected. What Lindsay Lohan had attempted to do, yeah. Gwen Stefani is doing. Yeah. And she's and getting good, good reviews. Uh, so Gavin Rossdale, 44 years old today. Charles Martin Smith. You, you know have, him. Yeah, you know him because uh, in The Untouchables, he played the... Accountant. Uh, accountant, the IRS. Uh, he, he was from the IRS, I uh, guess, the, right? Yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. The, the Treasury. Yeah, the Department IRS. Of the Treasury. He, yeah, he yeah. joined the, the Treasury Department, and uh, he's Kinda the one who's... nerdy looking? Yeah, yeah. He's the one that suggested that they take down Capone because of tax evasion. And factually, that's how they did it. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, and he's been in... Tons of movies throughout his career. He was um, in the yeah. um, American Graffiti. American Graffiti. He was great, and yeah. he was in the the, the movie uh, where uh, with in the Wild where he's yeah. What's the that called? It's a great Call of the Wild. No, I think it's Never Cry Wolf. Never Cry Wolf yeah. is a great movie. Yeah, what's it, that about? It's just a guy who goes and, and lives in the wilderness. There's a really <gasps> funny scene where he uh, he's trying to sort of defend his own territory, and these wolves sort of come into where he is. So he drinks a whole lot of beer and goes around and pees around his entire sort of camp to mark it to mark to mark his territory. But it, and, and then he has all this, this rat infestation, so he starts eating all of the rats that come into his, his tent where he's staying. It's a, it's a really he, cool he movie. builds up a lot of respect for the wolves and then eventually yeah. kills them. Wow. Right. All right. Well, he's 56 today. Harry Hamlin from L.A. Law. Oh, yeah. Uh, celebrates his 50th. Married to a kayak lips. Eighth birthday. That's right. right. Who? Lisa Renham. Yeah. And oh, he, he is. Went... Wait, what does he call her? Kayak <laughs> lips. <laughs> <laughs> he went to the Hill School in uh, Pots, Pots Town. Really? And he was yeah. Perseus. Yeah. Clash well, of the Titans. 58 years old today, Harry Hamlin. And, and they, they have... 
they have they oh, after she was on Dancing with the Stars. Well, they were both on, but after she was on, they opened up a dance school in uh, California somewhere in L.A. I don't know if appearing on a show where you dance qualifies you to teach dance. Right? I don't know if she teaches, but they no. they did open it up and they own this dance school that's out there. For her age, what a body on her! She's man. doing great. Uh, he, he used to you remember you know the actress Ursula Andress who used to be a, a heartthrob for many years she was in the original Doctor No yeah sounds familiar she, yes. he was her boy toy for wow. a long time wow uh, and then uh, the last birthday we have today is Henry Winkler oh. Fonzie is uh, sixty four years old today and a uh, very successful director actually and, and producer yeah. Uh, not only Happy Days, but uh, Night Shift and The Water Boy. I love The Night Shift. It's one of my favorite guilty pleasures. It is a really good movie. All right, your birthday's for today. All right, let's get an answer to the stupid question. According to this uh, website, uh, Halloween-website.com, what's the most popular chocolate bar on Halloween? I'm going to go to Jim. Hey, Jim, how are you, man? Hey, you guys rock. Thank oh, you, Jim. Do you know the answer? What's the most popular uh, candy bar on Halloween? Yeah, I'm going to go with my favorite one, uh, Snickers. I would agree, and you are right. <laughs> Is that right? Yep. I got Snickers. Kathy's got Snickers at her house. <laughs> Snickers are good. Snickers I love satisfies. Them. I love them. Uh, and since you got that right, Jim, we are going to give you paintball for two from Ridley Park Paintball, where the action never stops. Hang on just a second and visit to rpscpaintball.com for more information. It makes sense that they're the most popular because it's just a Milky Way with peanuts. <laughs> it is not. It is not. And we're not going to get into it again. But they did well, make we've, the we've, Nougat We've had certifiable proof now that, that, that that's incorrect. And that's, I, I regret right. that because yes. I thought the same thing. All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> I do have some uh, entertainment news to run by you. Uh, this is uh, disappointing. Uh, Dennis Hopper yeah? has been diagnosed with prostate cancer. Oh, oh no. However, he Early is, stage? he's 73 years old. And, uh, you know, my dad had told me he spoke to a doctor, a, uh, an oncologist one time who had said that basically if you live long enough, if you're a man and you live to an extended age, you're going to get prostate cancer. Right. It's just... Or you, you run a high risk. It, yeah. You're, it, more than likely, it, it, if you live up into your, you know, 80s and 90s, it's going to happen at some time or another. It's one of those things that is just, we're just, you know, uh, genetically prepared to have it happen, I guess. Uh, his uh, manager, Sam Maydew, had said on Thursday that the 73-year-old actor is dropping all of his travel plans in order to get treatment uh, through a special program at the University of Southern California. Uh, Maydew would not elaborate on his prognosis, but he said we're hoping for the best. So hopefully, you know, they've gotten it early and uh, and they will be able to get to it. He has thinned out quite a bit. As he, I, I, he is on the TV version of the movie Crash. Yes. And uh, I haven't watched any episodes. I've seen a couple of scenes with him in it, but uh, he, he looks a little bit gaunt. A little gaunt? Yeah. So oh, well. Hopefully, uh, this, I know it's very treatable. I've caught in time. Yeah, hopefully he'll get some uh, some treatment soon, and I'll take care of that. Uh, David Spade does not understand why people are offended that he's appearing in a commercial for Direct TV that features a scene from Tommy Boy with the late Chris Farley. I saw that, and I was like... Wait a minute. Is it like I, I I couldn't understand it. I couldn't believe that they did that. I uh, are, are you offended you by it? it? I'm not Yeah, I think I'm a little opposed to it. I'm not offended. I'm not, I just thought it was odd, very I'm not, odd. I, the same thing, Kathy. For the first time I saw it, I was like, "Wow, that's, you know, he's dead. That's kind of strange yeah. that they would do that." Yeah. But it didn't offend me, and then after I saw it a couple more times, I'm like, "You know what? Actually, it's kind of cool." Do you know why I say I'm fine with it because he was the best friends with Chris Farley. Yeah. yeah. And I think if anybody would have a beat on whether Chris Farley would be opposed to it or not, it would be uh, David Spade. Yeah. And they, the way they recreate these scenes. They're great. And the way yeah. they do it, like the, Naomi Watts in the King Kong, mm -hmm. uh, 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 where they have King Kong and she's all, it, it, 
I don't know how the hell they do it, but it looks amazing. Yeah, I, I, was, I, I haven't seen that one. Sorry, Casey. Yeah. But uh, they, uh, the, the newest one I saw was from uh, Wayne's World 2. Have yes. you seen that yeah. one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. David yeah. Carvey and... Uh, Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger. By the way, they put a lot of makeup on her. <laughs> no, they sure did, man. She looks great, though. <laughs> I was not offended by this at all, but and people were, and I don't understand. I scratched my head. I'm like, oh, really? Why... Why would they do that? For a second, yeah, you, know, you go, like, oh, wow, yeah, here's, here's, a, here's a dead guy pitching a, yeah. you know, a TV service. But, uh, hey, it's a funny scene. Everyone loves it. They're going after classic scenes. I don't think there's a problem with it. Yeah. Are you talking? Uh, he told People Magazine <laughs> of, the, of the fallout, these commercials are cool, they're well done, they're clever, and that they would include Tommy Boy in that company, I thought was very flattering. Uh, he added, oh, my God, if Chris were here, I guarantee he'd be stoked that this little movie is included. Uh, the movie is important to me, and I would have, and I would hate to offend anyone because that's one of my favorite things that I've ever done. So I would apologize to someone who took it that way. That movie is a great yeah. movie. And you know and what? It's clean. There is not... There's not one curse word in the whole movie, and not over overtly sexual, and it's funny as hell. It man. is. It's great. It's just really well done. This, so. the, 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 the King Kong with Naomi Watts is up on the screens right now in the studio. Probably. Wow. Okay. Off to. Uh, they just match it perfectly. I gotta watch that one. Uh, what else do I have for you? The Michael Jackson documentary. This is it. Uh, reported, uh, ranked in, uh, raked in a uh, cool twenty million dollars worldwide in its first day Whoa. in theaters. Twenty million in one day. They were actually. Uh, Hoping for a little bit more, but it did respectively. Uh, profits will be split between Sony, which ponied up $60 million for the rights, and the late pop singer's estate. Uh, industry watchers say the Backstage Chronicle will easily uh, make back the distributor's investment within its two-week run, and the engagement will likely be extended in theaters as fans try to see the film over and over. Do we have the uh, the clip from the movie of this? Because uh, uh, it, uh, it sounds great. I mean, the stuff that I've heard, and again, this was just rehearsal stuff, Yeah, but it, it sounds yeah, really good. Yeah, we played a little bit of it yesterday. Yesterday. We we played uh, Human Nature. Yeah, do we have more or something? Uh, smooth Criminal. Smooth Criminal. Oh, uh, this is from the movie. Here we go. Sounds good. Sounds real good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the uh, viability of This Is It at theaters is just one example of Michael Jackson's saleability since his June 25th passing. New Forbes magazine has rated Jackson as its third richest dead celebrity wow. based on the earning power of his estate. And uh, Michael has earned some $90 million since his death. $90 million. $90 million. Do you know, in, in concert, uh, did he ever uh, lip sync or was he always singing live when he was dancing? Because don't know. I, I think if anyone probably had the ability to do it, yeah. he would have been the guy. Yeah, I bet you. I bet you he didn't yeah. think at all. Who are the first two? You said Dead Estelle Getty. Oh, really? Is number two in her mm. death. Yeah, she still makes a ton of money. Elvis has got and Rin Tin Tin. Yeah, it's usually uh, Elvis and Marilyn Monroe. Uh, right. You know the icons yeah. that are up on the list. Like should that. Be, um, I don't know if uh, John Lennon, uh, but they're, they're usually the yeah. ones that are okay. at the top of the list. Uh, John Goslin. Oh, no! Speaking of icons. <laughs> <laughs> so sick of this bastard. Has issued a public apology for his behavior over the past few uh, months. Uh, and he's, he's trying to course correct. It's so obvious. He's vowed to seek counseling <laughs> with a famed rabbi. Kill him! With a famed rabbi to reconnect it's, with, quote, my deeper, more spiritual, more altruistic Is self. he Jewish? Jewish? I don't no! know. No! <laughs> rabbi Shmuley, the high-profile rabbi who is... 
Michael Jackson's quote unquote rabbi. Yeah. He, that's the guy that's he's going to guy. The guy from Shalom in oh, the Home. Do you I think can... is are there Asian Jews? I don't are there the very few <laughs> John Gosselin is yeah. not one. Uh, this, this, this whole thing infuriates me. Uh, <laughs> it's like finding out that Mickey was Jewish in Rocky Three. What? Uh, the reality dad vehemently denied rumors that he'd be starring in a television program. You know, go go to a go to a, a regular rabbi if you feel that, that, which is fine. And then they. To go to the Shmuley guy, it just seems too high profile, well, too obvious. Of course, that's why he's doing it. He doesn't right. care about his whatever he be, says. Be true to the religion and go talk to someone who's, who's you know, go do it on your own time and, and be private about it and show it the proper respect. To go to Rabbi Shmuley? Come on! <laughs> Uh, well, he denied that he is going to be doing a television program with Octomom. Not well, just should be wearing the Kabbalah string in no time. Uh, but acknowledge that some of my previous actions have in some way lent credence to such outrageous stories. He continued further, uh, I accept that I have allowed myself to become somewhat severed from my own moral anchor. And what be, moral anchor? And be carried away by the challenges of fame. I wonder if his lawyer helped him write this. Uh, his lawyer wrote all of it. Uh, I have always endeavored to be a loving father and a devoted parent who serves as a moral ex exemplar to his eight children. Yeah, a moral example to his children. There's a picture of Octomom and John Gosling in the studio. I think I dislike her more. Well, here's the deal. Uh, apparently what spurred this newfound return to his uh, religious roots was the uh, the rumor that was floating around that he was going to do a reality show with Octomom. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, my father was my inspiration and moral compass, he says. I intend to serve... He was a, a rabbi in Peking. I uh, serve the same role for my own children by taking responsibility for my errors and making right any pain I have caused to those I love. Uh, John also said that he's participating in a forum at New York's West uh, Side Synagogue this Sunday what? where he will publicly <laughs> apologize. What? He will publicly apologize in a sacred place to those who I have hurt, he says. Oh, so, uh, somehow or another... Uh, then it's over to, to uh, the kosher deli to hang yeah. out with everyone else. Yeah. Hey, uh, Moish, here comes John Gosling. What happened with this uh, with Haley Glassman on The Insider or whatever? Uh, she, we, uh, we have some clips of that. Uh, yeah. she, she's... Uh, if you want to completely vomit, she, she breaks down and starts crying. Oh. She's talking about life in the spotlight of celebrity and there's an easy way to get out of that spotlight break up with john gosling yeah easily hang on uh i have a listener john on the line who apparently went to church with john gosling john are you there actually this is tom but i just want to say pickle surprise oh my god <laughs> that's very it's a weird video guys yeah anyway, i love that video so, tom what's up man uh well good morning kenny uh <laughs> Well, actually, I visited a couple times. It's called Glad Tidings Church. The whole family apparently still goes to in Reading, Pennsylvania. But it's a very charismatic, Bible-believing church. Okay. Uh, it is not a Jewish, you know, so, synagogue so, by so any means. At no, t at no time did you ever see him wearing any, any uh, uh, like a yarmulke to church or anything <laughs> no, that indicated actually, that he had, he had a split uh, affinity for Judaism as well? No, actually, what they do uh, is uh, drop their kids off to Sunday school and go and get their hair done. Uh -huh. There you go. There you but, go. Uh, yeah, it is not a synagogue by any means. All right. See, th th this is why this is so obviously orchestrated. Right. Yeah. To get okay. with Rabbi Shmuley. All right, Tom. Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks. All right. We'll talk to you later. Wow. This is the same guy, Rabbi Shmuley, who, who has the book out now about his conversation with Michael Jackson.
Yeah. And all of the oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. That, we played the audio yeah. of, mm-hmm. uh, of him talking. He had recorded some of those uh, sessions. That's right. Wow. Okay. Well, anyhow. Yeah, it makes me sick. We'll see how this goes. Chaz Bono, who was Chastity Bono and now a man, has had the gender reassignment uh, surgery, feels like he is living, quote, in my body for the first time. Seven months after uh, beginning the process of a sex change, Chaz, the son of singer Cher and the late Sonny Bono, opened up to Entertainment Tonight about the transition, explaining uh, what it's like to finally have his, quote, outsides match my insides mm. and shave for the first time. We have uh, we have a couple, of, uh, at least a clip of that interview, yeah. don't we? Yeah. yeah. All right, roll it. Oh, okay. Oh. It's not rolling. It's very quiet. Your inclination wasn't just that you were gay, but yeah. that you really had an inner need to actually become a male. Well, I, I, I realized that I was male. I just felt like, you know, male from the time that I was a child. I believe that gender is something that's between your ears, not between your legs. Wow, the hormones <laughs> definitely make the voice go down. They, they okay. talk about that, about how the voice changed. She had, uh, or he had the, the breasts removed, the whole thing. I've, I've always kind of liked uh, him, I guess we'll say now. You yeah. Know, when I've seen him interviewed, always seemed a pretty cool person. Yeah. So, uh, hey, if this makes him feel better... More power to him. And he has a penis now? Yes. He has a penis. Yeah. Keeps it in the Better box. not be bigger than mine. <laughs> you know what the bitch of it is? It probably is. Yeah. <laughs> the 40-year-old revealed, I shave about once a week now. It kind of startled to come in just like peach fuzz. I always wanted to shave. It was a very natural process. For my birthday, I got a lot of shaving stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he has also had his breasts removed and Me is... Too. On a permanent regimen of hormones, Chaz admitted that he's still not anywhere near what I will look like, but really for the first time I'm feeling much more comfortable They're saying with how I look physically. He'll end up looking like a uh, Road to China era Tom Selleck. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. making a big one. pretty macho. Yeah. Has Cher ever commented? <laughs> Cher, I have a comment from oh. Cher, actually. She says uh, on the transition, uh, Chaz is embarking on a difficult journey, but one that I will support. I respect the courage it takes to go through this transition in the glare of public scrutiny. And although I may not understand, I, I will, will be seeking comfort from Rabbi Shmuley. No, I will strive to be understanding. The one thing that I will never change is my abiding love for my child. And after all, she's made a transition from human to alien. Yeah, yeah I was just going to say, no one knows if she's a man or a woman. Either. Is that a long-standing uh, rumor with Cher is that she had ribs removed so that she would... No, that's Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson, yeah. I've heard about her, too. Yeah. Wow, but you know what? The uh, the last thing I saw her in was Stuck on You, the, uh, the yeah. Farrelly yeah. Brothers movie with the Siamese twins. And her, forget it. I don't think she'll ever be able to act again. She's you know, just had too much, way too much facial surgery. At this surgery point, she's had she's more plastic surgery than Chaz. She's, you know what? You're yeah. right. You're her, absolutely her, right. Her, her son, now son, has had uh, a gender reassignment and has had less plastic surgery than she's had. Unreal. All right, and then one more quick story. Mark Wahlberg's wife is pregnant with a couple's second daughter. Hey. Uh, the actor told People Magazine earlier come this on, week. Come on, come on. Uh, he said, I'm having another girl, so I'll have two girls and two boys. And even with their already larger-than-average family, Wahlberg and Rhea Durham still plan on expanding. He said, uh, I'm the youngest of nine, and my dad has a few others. Uh, no, four is not enough. We were all raised with a lot of love, but we didn't get the kind of attention that I think we all needed. Uh, my parents had to provide to put food on the table. My mission in life is to raise my kids right. Uh, with all the success I've had in the world, if I fail at that, my life means nothing. 
Uh, as for how many will be enough, he said, my wife is allowed to pick the magic number as many as she wants to have. So they may keep cranking them out. Wow, it's cool. Yep, so uh, number four coming up for those guys. Uh, and now we will move to the clip. Yeah! yeah! Ed Norton is running the New York City Marathon this Sunday. Uh, he and three Maasai warriors will be making the 26.2-mile journey on Sunday to raise money and awareness for the Maasai Wilderness Conservation Trust. Wow, he knows how to pick the charities. Yeah, Norton <laughs> talks about his discussion to run the marathon. Here's the clip. Since our partners in the, in the Maasai community are really great runners and distance uh, walkers and things like that, we thought that putting a team in the marathon would be really organic. You know, we thought these guys... These guys are great at running. They We participate in the work that goes on over there, but they don't get to participate really so much in our fundraising back here. You must be out of your goddamn mind! I think right now, as, as most people are sort of looking at their, their dwindling checking accounts, the first thing on their minds, the Maasai Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> What, what, what the hell? Who are the Maasai warriors? You know the tall um, yeah. <laughs> Africans that you see on specials from time to time. They dress in red. They're they're yeah. they're like gorgeous people. That's that's the Maasai. But I mean, honestly, think of like a well dressed seal. Uh, aren't there homeless people in New York? You yeah. know, I mean, like you're running in the New York Marathon. You want to do some charitable stuff? That's cool. But yeah, you know, wow, well, local charity. Well, that's, maybe. that's really what you call sort of a uh, uh, self indulgent. I mean, well, God, God bless the Maasai warriors, but yeah. come on. I, I guess he's. Um, you know, he needs to talk. To, he needs to talk to Rabbi Shmuley. He does. He does. <laughs> Everyone needs to talk yeah. to Rabbi Shmuley. I guess he's, the Maasai warriors. He's of that collection of celebrities that do obscure things. I'm just so worried about the Maasai warriors. <laughs> You know, a movie uh, captures that well is Tropic Thunder. Yes, uh, yeah. The, the, you know, the abdo adopting the children, <laughs> right. and having your, you know, uh, your skin uh, physically change and all that. Um, all right, I got one more. One right. more clip. Is it one of the Maasai warriors? No, it is not. Uh, let me see here. Michael Jackson's This Is It is the uh, uh, the last body of work for him and his guitarist. Orianthi, I think is how you pronounce her name. Uh, Orianthi, I'm sorry, revealed that the legendary... Oreo? An entertainer uh, had quite the sense of humor. If this is a girl... It is a girl. Then uh, that blonde chick... I think so. She's like a young prodigy. I, I did a little research on her, and she's an outstanding guitarist. She's very, very young. Like, at, at 15 or 14, she was considered like a blues uh, prodigy. And she knew she was safe touring with him. Uh, here is the clip. He would be joking around a lot with his makeup artist, and... Um you know, he was just really personable and just like just wanted to have fun. He was like a big kid, so it was um, it was just a great environment. I don't even know who the hell you are. Yeah, she's Australian, and uh, apparently it was very very famous there, and is now kind of branching out. She's the one who like her, her hair is really teased up on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. big blonde hair, wearing sunglasses, big lips, the whole thing. Yeah, she's she's actually pretty damn cute. So she's anyway. she's, no, you don't have to worry about any sexual stuff. It's just not going to happen. All right, and there you go. That's what I got uh, entertainment wise for you this morning. Listening to Preston and Steve. Preston and Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. MMR rocks now. Last night at the uh, at the party, at the uh, um, uh, Halloween party that we had, and we'll recap some of that a little later on, there were some ladies who were dressed up in uh, Double Dare outfits, which is pretty damn cool. There was a, also a high quotient of very sexy costumes. Dude, we have... Great-looking women that we listen do. to this radio station. Yeah. I, I was very impressed with the sexy outfits. Um, 
So hallelujah to that. Uh, I'm getting set around the house. Actually, my my kids have uh, they're, they're going back to school today. Finally, after oh. after being off for a, oh, yeah, a week, for a week being sick, but uh, thank God they're going back today because uh, it is the 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 school's little Halloween party the parade. Oh. So they do a parade through the school. They don't, still? I don't know if they do a parade in the school or not, but I know everybody. It's carnival. They they wear their their costumes to right. school. So uh, so they're getting set for that. Carter, uh, my youngest son, is Indiana Jones. That oh. is awesome. Isn't that great, man? Yeah. He's in. He's into Indiana Jones. Yeah. Oh from, yeah. From the Lego game. Uh, the, the Lego game, and they loved uh, the Crystal Skull. Oh, okay. Uh, they really dug that movie, so uh, we ordered a, a costume for him. Isn't that wild? Yeah, that, 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 that somebody from from basically part of your growing up, yeah. is somebody that he's attached I to. That's that was very cool. Neat. Yeah. Has he been wearing the costume a lot uh, lately? He, well, you know what? He's a costume wearer anyway. Yeah. We, we have. He, he'll just <laughs> you know. Well, all of a sudden you, know, you come home and there's an astronaut in my neighbor. In my, in my <laughs> I'm sorry. Which one is this? This is Carter. Carter. Yeah. He loves. Okay. He loves dressing up. So, uh, so I would yeah. do the same. When you got your Halloween costume, and if you got it well in advance of Halloween, oh, yeah. you would wear it all the time. I was almost always the Wolfman because I loved the Wolfman growing up. So I, I, I would just be sitting there, and I would love to have seen. I wish we had video of it because everyone would be eating dinner at the dinner table, and I'd be eating through <laughs> my Wolfman mask. <laughs> um, and, okay, what's Parker being? You know what? I, I think he's a ninja. Okay. Because uh, he, he goes back and forth on. Uh, she's going to be. We have a couple of different princess outfits. She's, okay. she's either going to be uh, Belle or she's going to be Cinderella or okay. whatever princess One she feels princesses. Or Ava Gardner. Like, or oddly she, enough, yeah. it was a request that she had. Really? Yeah. That was uh, odd, too, from a three year old. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that she would yeah. even know about that yeah. actress. Now, do you have a uh, a favorite costume that uh, that you have been, that you've dressed up as for Halloween over the years? Is there anyone that stands mm-hmm. out? I have mine. Uh, I, I do have one. Yeah, and it it, it involved because uh, I used to be. After a while, I started to learn how to do those movie makeup effects. Yeah. You know, and I got a book as a kid, and I would do all that stuff and do the burn makeup. And uh, as I got older, I, I I did one where I, I put like circuits in my head. My head was shaved at that time, and I had I. It actually was the year that I got the uh, those um, lenses that you wear in your eyes yeah. that made them look completely white. Oh, yeah, and it, it looked pretty badass. It was the best costume I'd ever done. So I had, uh, my favorite that it, and I've never ever been good with costumes. I wore the same one that I did last year at the uh, at the party last night. But um, my favorite the, uh, one, Superman you were last yeah, night. The, my favorite one that I've ever uh, come uh, had to put together. Come to known as. Come, come to, to known as. as. Right. Uh-huh. Um, exactly. Was, I went as uh, I went as Paul McCartney one year. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> from the early Beatle days uh, with. The with the the, the collarless uh, oh, jacket, yeah, right, and, exactly. The beetle boots, yeah, the beetle boots, the whole thing. And my buddy went as George Harrison, and uh, I even had a left-handed, you know, Hofner bass guitar. It wasn't real; cool. it was a cardboard cutout. And uh, we had uh, we we had a recording of a uh, twist and shout on a little uh, t- uh, tape player nice. that we had with us, and and uh, we'd you know go to the doors and we'd play a little bit of twist and shout. I loved that man. How old were you at the time? I was in fifth grade. Wow, that's cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. When I was that young, I was I was always a monster, always yeah. a monster. I yeah. can't remember what I was like. I can't remember my costumes as a child. I mean, I remember, you know, like maybe like high school stuff if we ever went to parties or parties in college, but I yeah. can't remember what the heck I used to be when you, I was in you when never I was little. Re- but you had to. You, oh, I know oh, you went out trick or treating. I mean, I remember. Were you like a princess? No. A spoiled I bitch? I think I was the spoiled <laughs> bitch costume. Yeah, she was using something different. I, I would see you as, as I don't, wouldn't see you as a princess No, I, I never, I don't think I ever wore the, the princess outfit. I, but I remember vividly, like, walking through, that's why I asked if your kids, Preston, had the parade, because I remember in elementary school, all of the kids would parade it was you know, awesome. through the school, and the yeah. parents could come and see everybody's costume and all that kind of stuff, and if it was nice, you went outside. I remember that, but I, I don't ever remember what and, I dressed up as. And Kathy, every year, when I was in elementary school, I won that contest that 
the janitor was holding <laughs> as he would take me the into janitor? his office down in the basement. <laughs> oh, wow. And, uh, and I, and I get free rectal exams. It was wow. awesome. Wow. Is you in the way. Yeah. Every year. That wasn't a contest. Uh, was, what? What? No, it's nonsense. Of course it was a contest. I won it. Yeah. <laughs> Every year. Every year. Every year. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, I didn't put this costume together, but it's one of my favorites. Um, I was the unknown comic from the gong show. From the oh, gong yeah. show. The bag bag yeah. Yeah. Nice. Case, yeah. what are your kids being? Uh, Casey's going to be Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Seamus is going to be uh, Winnie the Pooh. And they've been wearing their costumes like every day, every single day. <laughs> sure. And I have no idea what my uh, youngest is going to be. I have no clue. Oh, when I think of, also when I, as a kid, I used to get, I, like I'd try to get the real deal masks and that had absolutely no peripheral vision whatsoever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so you were just getting hit by cars, right? <laughs> but, just, and it just, you know, as dangerous as could possibly be. You know what? Going back to the school thing, Kathy, uh, as my son is uh, yeah. Indiana Jones, uh, he, he can't bring his gun with him. Yes. Or is, oh. can he Bring a whip. Uh, I think we're going to keep the whip in the whip bag. There's a bag that... There's uh, a special whip bag? Yeah, there is. It's yeah. like... A, well, Indy has a, like satchel. a, a little satchel, yeah. and, and we're going to put the whip in that. It's not a real whip. It's a fake one. But, uh, it's daddy's whip. But I said that... Uh, <laughs> and, but there's a holster for the gun, and I told my wife, I'm like, don't even send the holster. No. Because it's in the shape of a gun. Of a gun, and yeah. And absolutely will not allow that. Well, yeah, you can't do the guns anymore, and you also can't do the full mask, Steve, that you were talking about, right? Is it like that? In I think you're right. Yeah, yeah it's You cool. can't do a full, complete... No. Covering mask anymore? Yeah, not at school. Oh man, I I would have been screwed because I always had you know well, well actually I shouldn't say that I'd have the the uh, the mask the plastic mask with the elastic strap on it that would yeah. go around your head yeah and then uh, when I was very young they used to sew those crappy costumes. That uh, when I was the Wolfman, it would say the Wolfman on the spot, yeah, right? You know, with, with a picture of the Wolfman. Yeah. And I, I, I would always say, "How egomaniacal was the Wolfman that he would wear personalized T-shirts?" I'm the Wolfman. But man, costumes have come a long way because when I was a kid, the costumes it was like this crappy plastic thing. That yeah, you would tie in around. case it was like a smock. Yeah, it was yeah. He, it was a smock with with like a, a drawstring that you tie around your waist. Yep, and you you'd, you'd put your legs into it. And that was it. My brother, one time, he was supposed to be a clown, but he looked like a bum. So everywhere he went, we were like, oh, you're a bum. He's like, no, I'm a clown. Oh, I see. You're a filthy drug addict. No, I'm a clown. Wait. Oh, it's a filthy drug addict. I think I used to be a clown. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I just so you're obviously was... going for a sense of irony in your costume. No, because I still have the costume, but it was when I was really little because my mom gave it to me and was like, "Here, uh, keep it," because somebody made it and it was this elaborate clown suit. Like, really? Yeah, it was like a one piece suit. Yeah, I think I used to be a clown. I feel like when you were young, there was a lot of homemade costumes. Yeah, and I like, sure. feel like your mom really got into doing that. I think I was Raggedy Ann once, uh, you know, and I was Raggedy Ann a couple times because my mom bought this expensive costume that somebody made, so you just wore it every. Year. When I was a kid, I used to be pissed off though. When when other kids, like the kid, kids would go out as as a bum or go out as you know, wouldn't wouldn't even try with their costumes. And and you know that that to me was like yeah you have to sell it a little bit when you go out. Right? I think that was when you got a little bit older and you still wanted candy and you're like oh I'll just look oh, dirty. I, I remember the first time when I was when I was trick or treating and, and and there there were there were times when you know <laughs> you know you've crossed the line when you when you're trick or treating and you're too old and you show up and and you ring the doorbell and the, and the guy comes to the door and goes yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've sent, I've sent them away sometimes. I have. You do? No. 
Dude, I trick-or-treated all the way up until... No, 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 no. Did you wear a costume? Yeah. That's okay. Oh, okay. A kid walks up without a costume on and a uh, and, and a pillowcase. Pillow I'm like, no, I'm sorry. This is not for you. You have to put in a little bit of an effort. <laughs> oh, I still give them and, candy. And they'll say, like, I'm a slacker or something like that. Yeah. You know? And you can't argue with that, do well, you? No, but I, I've sent them away. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm sorry. Sorry, dude. No. How not much that. TP did your house get? Uh, none. <laughs> yeah, not really? Nailed, yeah. I give everyone candy just because I don't want anything left over because right. I'll eat it. It's, it's <laughs> there you go. Here, take this cake too. It's yeah, been sitting like, in the refrigerator. And like when when they start to like you know the kids start to slow down, they, they don't come you know as, right, as right. frequently. I it starts. I know it's tar starting to get towards the end. I just like dump the rest of the candy. Right. So come towards the end of the <laughs> evening to the Romano case. house. Yeah. In college, actually, my friend and I wanted to go trick or treating, so we went dressed up as hookers because we had a Halloween party afterwards, and we were in Boston, so it was great in the city. You just go right down the streets, but like half of the guys loved it, and their wives were just hitting them. <laughs> Right, yeah. But we got candy. That's all we wanted. By the way, I wanted to bring up something to you, Case, because you had mentioned in your neighborhood, your street, you guys really don't get a lot of activity. We don't. And, and actually, my um, my neighborhood, it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of activity. And then it definitely Not a lot of kids? No, well, that, You're a cul-de-sac, though. You're, but, yeah. yeah. That, and that's the thing. The, I, I the neighborhood in general is somewhat sparse. It's not like my neighborhood growing up where it was just, you know hundreds of kids all over the place you know sort of sparse and then you get to my neck of the woods and it, it, i mean it's you could probably survive on one big bag of candy uh, no we we get hammered we get people who come from all over to come down our street especially because i put out stuff on my if you see flashing lights and i have monsters and zombies and crap on my front lawn oh my. and my neighbor across the street has all sorts of stuff he really decorates a lot and when people see that they think okay and our block is pretty well decorated so People will come from all over to uh, to take their kids down our block, and we'll do like 80, 90, 100 kids in, in, in the evening. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, yeah, that. but we used to do that, too. It's because your whole block, a lot of people on your block are yeah. decorated, and then there's like your house and the house across the street that are really decorated. We used to do our neighborhood, and then we'd get in the car. Our parents would drive us to, you know, somebody who had a really, you know, a decorated house or even like a haunted house in their garage. We would, yeah. So we would you drive know, you to know those gonna, places. You know you're going to score some good stuff. Yeah. But I, as, as a kid, I remember my parents would just be go out, you know, uh, stop at the state line and come back. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You were yeah. gone. It was your night. That's it. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow morning. But I've learned now, and nowadays as a parent, you go with your kids. Uh, I've uh, learned as a parent, it's a great night to uh, take a little cooler around yes. with you. <laughs> yep. And, and people, are, uh, people are handing out beers left and right. Yeah. And, uh, and, and in fact, the smart ones, which I'm going to do, is you take a little uh, wagon and yep. load that up and drag it along with you, and you got your beers in there. That's what we've been doing for years, me and, and the guys, we all go out and the girls stay at home. And, and because it's a cul-de-sac, they all just kind of stay in one house and the girls sip their wine. And well, here's the idea that I have for you since you live in a cul-de-sac. Right down the street from my house, there there's a cul-de-sac and, and a great group of neighbors that live there. They they all sit outside. All of them do. That's what we they, do. They put a bonfire. They, they light up, you know, one of those portable, uh, uh, you know, bonfire things. That's what we do, yeah. And uh, they also ha are now doing like a, a potluck uh, dinner type thing. Everybody brings we do tacos. Yeah. yeah, everybody yeah. brings it, a dish it, out. Halloween is... brings beers, and nobody, thing. nobody's got a man the front door. Everybody's nope. like, they set out tables with the candy, and everybody just That's comes along. Do. Do, you do that? Yeah. And well, nobody no, no, comes not, down there? Not outside. But yeah, but like... No, they do it outside. My, they you, do it in the basement, Preston, in the yeah. dark. Oh. But you've, you've <laughs> been to my street. Yeah. Like, it, it's not just, you know, it, it kind of curves around. So the bottom of the street is like, you can't see it from the top of the street. But I mean, it's there are still houses down there. I know. Are there no street lights? 
uh, there's one street light, huh. and you got to walk down the hill. So I don't think people want to walk down the hill and then back up the hill. Well, I think your lazy. mistake is the fact that you usually have a burning cross on your front lawn. Yeah. That's probably what's. I'll never forget the one year I came back from trick or treating, and there was a carved uh, WMMR pumpkin on my doorstep. Oh, that's wow, yeah, it's kind of freaky. Yeah, but cool. Yeah, but listen, I don't think it's the fact that people can't see down your street because I mean, kids, no, no. matter what, I would will no. do anything and everything to get as much candy as they possibly can. It's probably there just aren't that many. Press Kids in the I, neighborhood. I clearly remember as a kid when I would, the second I got home from school, yeah. and it was still light, there's still many hours of, of sure. light to burn, I would put on my costume and go out, yeah. and I would come back, I would be, I would do three or four bag loads. Do you ever do yeah. a costume change and yes. then go, yeah. go back yeah. around? Yes, yeah. I'd do that as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Wait, Casey, though, back to, back to your uh, problem or issue. Um, I just it's think not really a problem. More candy for me. Yeah, but I, I think it's just I think it's just cul-de-sacs because I mine was a little bit different because my street was just my old street was just completely separate from everybody else. But yeah. we didn't get people either. We got the kids on the block and maybe like a few grandkids that would come visit their grandparents and then do that that street and then just leave. I, I also think it it might be the neighborhood because you know I know growing up there were like two houses in my whole town that didn't do the the, the Halloween thing. You know yeah. the lights would be out. There would be no candy but in my neighborhood now there's quite a few houses that all the lights are out you really? know don't come up yeah it's Man, you know listen we uh, we do the thing with the bonfire every every halloween is tacos the neighbors come over we, we have the, the the whole thing sitting out and we have top-notch candy and we get into it shutting off the lights or pretending that you're not home yeah you're just begging for something to happen to your house but that 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 whole leaving and 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 do, trick-or-treating as soon as school was over that do you remember that like, no we didn't do it no we waited for the sun to go out but my my ex-girlfriend who lived in north jersey they as soon as they got done, Casey, I, they we got were off the bus, it, get in your costume and go. There were there were battalions of kids at like three thirty, four o'clock, going around and, and doing the whole deal. And Preston, you know, we we would go as far as our the muscles in our oh, legs yeah. would hold out. Yeah, absolutely. I would not, I would be there. Be uh, when I when I started getting Russian candy in my bag, I knew it was time to go back. <laughs> when I was in grade school, um, East Falls used to have a secret Halloween. The, like they would hold it like the Wednesday or the Thursday before Halloween a week before because there were so many kids getting beat up for their candy. So my Whoa. friend, yeah, my friend How did lived. you live? She lived in Gladwin. I lived in Gladwin. My friend yeah. lived in East Falls, so we would go to her Halloween and then we would come to my Halloween, so we'd have two Halloweens wow. every year. So they they would have an early Halloween to keep kids from being beaten up for their candy. Now, granted, this was fifteen years ago, right? So and then they realized, oh, maybe that's not nice to the other kids. I, I remember hearing rumors of people getting their candy stolen. I never saw it happen or, or had it happen to I me. Would die before I'd have to pry it from my dead cold hands. It's like Charlton Heston, pry it from my dead cold hands. But listen, in the long run, though, the candy and and I've seen it with my kids too, and I know I did it. Did you ever? have a bag of candy that you collected like a huge one that sat around until the next Halloween. No! Yes. no. Oh, I did. Yes, the pancakes would just sit there and it would no. have the grease stains yep. from the chocolate that seeped I mean, through you, the wrapper. That, you, gotta, you gotta keep your head in the game. You, no. gotta, do, you gotta do a lot <laughs> of no, eating and that, uh, you, that have to night, be, you have to commit to it. That night I would I would tear into it and go to town but then after that I was just like... Eh, and you know what? I'd, I'd what you up. do with Preston is in case you, maybe you'd ver you'll verify this you'd break your candy up into Food groups. Oh, yeah. So that you, you know, you'd have your, your thing and then you'd have your dessert. 
Nessie's Crunch has something crunchy, which is probably something like peanuts or something in it. Right. So that's your protein. Right, right. And that's then you have dish. your dessert. Yeah. Yeah, that was part of Halloween. You would After you were done trick-or-treating, you'd dump it out. We used to do it just categories. Like, we'd have the Reese's, we'd have yep. the Snickers, you know, the Milky Way. Like, you, you'd just kind of do it like that. And then everything that I didn't like would just go to, you know, I had brothers. They'd eat anything. Just what, went to them. What kills me and continues to kill me are the other dicks who still hand out stuff like... Loose apples or cookies that they've made, oh. popcorn balls or, or popcorn balls. Like, have you have you read a newspaper in the past twenty years? Oh, Steve, we used to. Who get the it. hell? What parent within a grasp of sanity is going to let their kids eat something that the forty-eight-year-old bachelor on the corner <laughs> made in his? Come on. Oh yeah, but we also used to get there was a house uh, in our neighborhood that gave us um, pencils for school. Oh wow, Jim, that into yes, that's what you do. Hey, listen, look at this pencil. There's something wrong with the point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you guys ever have a dentist that lived in the neighborhood? Yes, toothbrushes, toothbrushes, and a little toothpaste. Yep, and uh, yep. the floss. Yep. And I used the same toothbrush when I years later when I visited the house to sodomize that guy. <laughs> we had a, a house in the neighborhood that gave away those. Uh, are those called Uggs? The the little um, barrel juices. I don't know. I'm going to make, I'm gonna make a stand for 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 healthy food, and it's time for the children to start eating right on Halloween. <laughs> oh no, but Casey, that was I liked that. that no, 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 oh, no, no, no. Those. Give me a Reese's peanut butter cup. Give me candy and shut. And and also the worst were the people who thought they were pulling one over on you, which is the uh, the the douchebag who would throw like four pennies in your bag. Oh right? yeah, yeah. It's like listen, I'm going to have to come back forty times to get enough money to buy the smallest candy bar. So I'm on to you. You ever get religious literature in your yes, uh, in the your Watchtower? I got once. I didn't get the Watchtower. I got like a an almost uh, it was like a comic book uh, uh, about Judgment Day, and uh, I'm like, <laughs> that's wow, awesome. That, that really pet me up. For <laughs> I think I'll read this while I'm eating my Twizzlers. Uh, hang on a second. Let me go to uh, Lynn on the phone. Hey, Lynn, how you doing? Hey, how are you? You guys rock. Thank oh! you very much, Lynn. What's going on? I live in your neighborhood. Oh, you do? I, I yeah. I, well, I live in. Sourton, which is near you guys. Sure, okay. Um, and a couple of years ago, um, I was getting my two kids ready to go out trick-or-treating, and I used to put a bowl of candy out on the porch, Oops. decorated the porch. and mm -hmm. You cannot use the honor system. There I is no did. honor amongst candy collectors. I know. Well, listen, I found out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because um, my oldest kid at the time was looking out our side windows and said, Mom, these kids just came and, and took all the candy. They dumped the entire candy bowl into their pillowcases. So I flew out the front door, and I literally chased them across our yard and made them come back and dump it all. Nice. Well, doesn't it sort of bring down the holiday when you end up at one point on your front lawn <laughs> rabbit punching some kid in a Raggedy Ann costume? Hey, Lynn, about how old were they? My kids or the kids that took the candy? The kids that took the candy. Yeah, they They're were teenagers. Teenagers, yeah. yeah chase them. You can chase them down. Get some, uh, oh, yeah, I chased them. I made them put everything back, and they they sulked the whole way out the driveway. It was hysterical. We, we get we get teenagers coming by, and the teenagers are dressed up. I mean, yeah. uh, we yeah. we get a good a good turnout. Like I'm not kidding. Like eighty to ninety, you know, visitors on on any given Halloween night, which is which is awesome. Hang on, let me go to. Uh, and you're right, Preston. The, the the dads are all tanked up. Oh yeah, it's fun. Let me go to Joanne. Hey Joanne, how you doing? Hey bitches. Hey, hey what? what's up, Joanne? Uh, you just have to come down to Essington. We've been running a haunted house for at least 15 years. I have to start buying candy like in August. And this is, start... I, this is, this is your own home? Yep. And I, I know you've all been to the truck. Right, right. And have you met Big Ted, the head bouncer? Yeah, he's huge. 
Well, that's my fiance. Oh, he's a great oh. guy. Is he? Does he dress <laughs> up as like Jason or? He is Mike Myers. Mike okay. Myers. And that's he perfect. Does the complete costume, and he walks up and down in front of the house and chases kids. <laughs> oh, that's that's, that's terrific. Yeah. So, did you have like all the uh, the electric uh, ornaments and all the uh, all yeah, the animatronics? We have, we have animatronics, and we have like you know fire and we graveyard. Well, and, we're, whereabouts are you so we can add on another ninety? <laughs> Yeah, 200 I, bags. I, I, I see like three to 400 kids. I, we actually, last year, we had the police out in front of our house trying to direct traffic. <laughs> oh, that's wow. pretty that's cool. awesome. where, where do you live, Joanne? Uh, we live in Essington. In Essington? All right. right. Right down from the big, you know, the Taj Mawawa there. On yeah, the and Lou Turks. <laughs> Okay. Oh, really? All right. Okay. Yeah. All right, Joanne. Thanks so much. Have fun on, on Halloween. Okay. I gotta hand it to anybody who does that, who goes all out yeah. for Halloween. Uh, a, a former intern of ours, this guy Vinny, his dad, uh, they own the uh, Sunoco in Brumall, and they do this, and they go all out, and and so you do it one year, and it's. A, it's a success. You have to do it every single year after that. I, I just don't have the energy I love for that. I do a modest one. And my mine favors more the zombies and the torn apart flesh and horrible things. Yeah. Right? That's on my lawn. My neighbor across the street has cool little you know, ghosts and cute stuff. But he really does up like a whole light display. And it and it's great. I think the kids love it to see them come by and have a good time. It means everything. The kids in my neighborhood are a little too young. But one year I'm, I'm going to do up the front of the house with a lot of... Uh, you know, uh, dummies, a lot of uh, mannequin type Stupid things. people. Uh, yeah. No, 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 not not. I got kids, so I can't. Uh, but what I, what I do want to do is be the one I'm, I'm sitting oh, there, yeah. and then scare the living bejesus out of them as they come up. I, I I'm dying to do it. The kids are way too young in my neighborhood. It could totally traumatize <laughs> a couple of them. As as a kid, I I I went. I made it to one house. And they had to take me back home uh, because a neighbor <laughs> had apparently sat on the front porch like that, and uh, it looked like a mannequin. Yeah, it had no head. And when I got up there, the son of a bitch <laughs> stood up, and it. T and I, I wasn't even in kindergarten. I was probably <laughs> four years old. It scared me to death, and that's probably. Why you're why, so scared of why this Why haunted stuff. houses yeah. and, and uh, scary movies and stuff like that affect me the way they oh, did. Maybe. I was traumatized as a kid. I love that uh, America's Funniest Home Videos when oh, the guy does that. And, the and, the and just starts punching <laughs> him in the face. It's like our, our, uh, our ch chainsaw wake-up call yesterday. Uh, and the video's going up today, by the way. I think it's up now. Yeah. The, the kid woke up and started... <laughs> punching the guy in the face. Beating the guy in the face with the chainsaw. You've got to see this on <laughs> PrestonSteve.com. Uh, hang on, let me go to uh, Paul. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Hey, what's up? Hey, you guys rock. Thanks, oh, man. Go ahead. I live in a small little town in South Jersey, and we the school from kindergarten through eighth grade is all in town. So on Halloween, after school got out, everyone would just stay in town, go to whoever house you could. We have a solid thousand kids walking around a three hundred house wow. neighborhood. That that day. is that is wild. So That's so massive. How much how much candy do you end up? Uh, footing out for? We end up having to get about $100 worth of candy, I think. Yeah, that's not too bad because I'll, I'll get up in that range. I buy the top quality stuff. Because, yeah. uh, <laughs> big bars? I want to make sure. I don't do big bars because... Uh, you know, I, I, I mean, I, but I'll, uh, what I hand out equals a big bar because yeah. I'm handing a whole handful of My right. parents, ever since uh, they got their membership to BJ's, <laughs> they do the big bars. I'm sorry, we should, yeah. we're watching the video from America's Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> the, dude, the dude just lays this guy out. He's dressed as like a scarecrow or something. He stands up. <laughs> 
just instinctively punches him right in the face and almost knocks him out. And immediately you can see him go, oh, my God. I can't believe I just did that. He's hugging him. Damn, that is funny. And 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 we were just watching the video on PrestonandSteve.com. Yeah, uh, yeah. Who was that? Listener John? Or it was, uh, yeah. yeah, it was John, yeah. He stands up and just, he, he punches our chainsaw guy three times in the face <laughs> and lands the punches. <laughs> oh, my God. Case, because you used to uh, hunt out celebrities in your neighborhood. Did you ever go to any famous people's houses? No, well, I didn't have any celebrities that lived near me. I just knew where Darren Dalton and Mike Schmidt lived, okay. which were in, in other neighborhoods. So you'd hop a bus or something? Yeah. <laughs> no. No, but we should have. Uh, I should have gone to Darren Dalton's house. Yeah. You know what, though? A lot of times the people you think are going to be, you know, we, we would head, head over when we were kids to the neighborhood that we thought, oh, that's the... A little wealthier, they're going to have better stuff, but they would be the ones that would bone you. No, that's why you got to go to neighborhoods where all the houses are closer together, like row homes and, yep. and things like that. And yep. where you see decorations. Yep. Yeah. You're into it. I went to Andy Reid's house and I thought it'd be like awesome candy. He had like a big cauldron full of mini Tootsie Rolls and you just kind of reach oh. your hand and got a handful Probably of them. ate all the candy. <laughs> and that was a problem too because it's a big neighborhood where all the houses are spread out, so it was a complete waste of a night because uh, you could only get like 10 yeah, houses. Row homes, way to go. I'm going to go to Mitch. Hey, Mitch, good morning. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. What's going on, bro? Uh, well, we were uh, kids. I grew up in Northeast Philly, and it's a big, uh, there's a big Russian Jewish community there. But uh, where the apartments where I grew up, it was pretty mixed. And uh, there was this one apartment we used to go to every year. And the guy would just hand us out copies of the New Testament to only the Jewish kids. But the Christian kids would get a crunch bar. <laughs> so I remember asking him the one year. What are you asking? I what? get a crunch bar. And he would just look at my face and said, Crunch bars aren't for heathens. What? Oh my God! So he would just visually determine whether or not you were you were Christian or Jewish. Absolutely, just look at our faces because it was all Russian Jewish kids. So if we looked, if you looked like an immigrant, you assumed you were Jewish. <laughs> wow! The, uh, what the audacity! Ass wipe! Oh my God! No candy for for, for heathens. Not like that. Guy How about a heathen bar? Jeez, that's that's the worst, man. Wow, that's that's worse than Charlie Brown getting a rock in every house. Oh my God! Uh, hang on a second, let me go to Jessica. Hi there, Jessica. Hi guys. Hey, what's going on, Jessica? Not much. You said you don't believe that kids get the candy stolen. Well, happened to me. Oh, really? really? Yes. And did uh, did somebody like did they hit you, punch you, fight you know, beat you up or anything, or did they just take it? No, it was just I was walking through my neighborhood and a gang of kids came up to me and started like saying things to me. It was me and my sisters, and one girl came behind me and just grabbed my um, candy from behind me. Aww. Let me tell you something. It, it, it's, it's traumatic. I, but I remember walking. I was walking down the street. It was 9.30, 10 o'clock. You could do that on Halloween. And, uh, you know, I had my big bag of candy, had my Wolfman costume on, uh, and a car came by, and there were kids in the car, Stop. teenagers, with BB guns. What? And they started shooting. And I heard ding, ding, ding going on the uh, the fence behind me as I'm walking. Did you hit the dirt? I hit the dirt <laughs> and I covered my candy <laughs> because I knew protect the candy. <laughs> that was my charge on Halloween night. No, I left no candy behind. All right, I'm going to go to one more quick call and then we got to take a break. Hey, Rachel, how you doing? Good morning. Go Phillies and you guys rock. Thank you very much, Rachel. What's up? As a, as a kid, I mean, my whole entire growing up, I wasn't allowed to go trick-or-treating. My two sisters and my brother and I, every Halloween, we'd go to Main Street Baptist Church, and we had to be at church. So, so never... was, well, hold on. Let me interrupt. Were, you, were your parents, did they think that uh, that Halloween was a, uh, you Dang know... holiday? Yeah. Which it is, but it's it was, great. <laughs> it, was a, it was a negative holiday. Oh, man. But I mean, I Je Je Jehovah's Witnesses are the same. They, they, yeah. You know, you, you can't... It's yeah. They don't celebrate birthdays. Yeah. Well, that, the was, birthday is actually the one thing I think they do celebrate. 
it was a very it was a strict Baptist upbringing. So now, as a mother and having two boys, Halloween to me is like freaking Christmas. Yeah, like, I bet it is. It is just I get to dress up and. I get to hand out the candy, and the kids even, they stay home, like, later than the other kids because they like to see the kids come into the house. That was... this thing on the door on the doorbell instead of the doorbell ringing. It screams this god-awful Right, right. We, 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 we've seen that sort of stuff, and that that's a cool transition you make when you're from a kid to the time when you become the guy who's handing out the candy. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. cool, but right now, they, they say they, that, that the amount of money spent for Halloween is... Right on a par really? with the amount of money spent yeah. for Christmas. Wow. Yep. Really? Kathy, you've been to Target. Look, did you see <laughs> the Thanks, Halloween Rich. display? Because it's it's not just uh, candy. It's candy. It's costumes. It's decorations, oh, yeah. and it's all like this elaborate stuff. Yeah, yeah. extra money for TP oh, or dude, toilet paper. And you go the... if you go to like Lowe's and Home yes. Depot, they uh -huh. now have sections for huge Halloween, Halloween sections. Do you know Lowe's and Home Depot has already ha they already have their Christmas decorations? Yeah, I believe I, I they should. It. Right after Halloween, they love ready, it. They're ready to get started on. That whole thing. <laughs> well, well, tonight's mischief night. Are you going to be hanging oh, outside your house right. for that? Because uh, I'm sure people know where you live. Your your house would be a well. Thanks for planning. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I appreciate. Why don't you that. suggest they do a drive by and shoot out the window? Yeah. Well, Steve, didn't somebody stay, take something from you? That was years ago. Yeah, yeah. Kill them. Uh, don't, well, don't people come by into a Molotov cocktails? Dude, I'm you know all that neighborhood where nobody is down at the end of the cul-de-sac there. Yeah, right next to the cop and the mafia. The cop and the mafia. I'm just kidding. Okay. Cops on one side and the entire mafias on the other side. Steve, you had mentioned Halloween being a pagan holiday. Yes. Is this clip about that from Halloween? This is from Halloween three. It's the origins of of Halloween. I love this clip. You don't really know much about Halloween. You thought no further than the strange custom of having your children wear masks and go out begging for candy. It was the start of the year in our old Celtic lands and we'd be waiting in our houses of wattles and clay. The barriers would be down, you see, between the real and the unreal. And the dead might be looking in to sit by our fires of turf. Halloween. The festival of Samhain. The last great one took place 3,000 years ago when the hills ran red with the blood of animals and children. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> you know what I saw? And I know we got to take a break, but Steve, you got to catch this. Uh, it was, <clears throat> might have been on History Channel. I'm not sure, but it was a special. It was an hour-long special strictly on Vlad the Impaler. I saw it. It was on yesterday. That was outstanding. Yeah, I've seen it a couple times. I love it. And they actually do a great one on the history of Halloween and the, the Feast of Samhain and, and the whole thing. And they're doing one on uh, on the real Wolfman as well, which I have yes, not seen yet. This, I'm not, I, I saw the coming attractions. I'm not, I'm not familiar with this story, but apparently somebody... <clears throat> they're saying who was known as the Wolfman and, and killed about 120 people or yeah, something like yeah. that. Oh. So it should be pretty interesting. Now, more with Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Let me go to uh, Nick for a moment. Nick, are you there, by the way? Yeah, I'm here. And uh, right off the bat, Preston, three big props. Uh, first, the base motel. These guys are awesome. And they brought three flatbed trucks. Awesome. Um, so uh, first, of all, first of all, if we want uh, some extra listeners to stop by, they have uh, provided ample accommodations, and we can do that. Have we ever? We've never had. No, three. we've only had two. Oh, oh my no, god! And, and and so these guys. I mean, and they're. I think they're bigger than last year. Um, and the guys from Bates Motel are awesome. And the guys that aren't driving the flatbeds 
are using this as an excuse to get up and start drinking early. So they're going to party as well. <laughs> well, so, you, then we have extra room, Preston. We, we have extra yeah. room. Um, we got extra room. So then the second props uh, to the Philadelphia police. These guys just could not be sure, and they're, they're already walking off the area. They're here making oh, sure everybody. You got to love them. They're, just, they're so cool. They and, are. You know, it's, it's the guys working the streets that are just, you know, we couldn't do it without them. So thanks so much to those guys. Okay. And then Dave's limo, um, who have been uh, helping people get back and forth from our location and Club Gay. We had our winners go to Club Gay uh, down on Columbus Boulevard. They can leave their cars there, and Dave's limo has been getting the, the winners. I didn't, I didn't know we had a whore ride shuttle. There's a whore ride shuttle. <laughs> the guys from Dave's limo are so great, and Mike, the driver, and it's not your standard you know, stretch town car limousine. Yeah. They pulled out the stretch, uh, I think, <laughs> excursion that is now packed with the ladies from Club Risque. Oh. That is awesome. And we have quite a number, don't we, Nick? Yeah, well, uh, Club Risque didn't uh, short us this year. Uh, they're, they're just piling out of this limo like uh, clowns out of a clown car. It's just one. <laughs> and they're dressed like they, they got Halloween costumes on, like Naughty Nurses and Wonder Woman and the Sailor and, uh, uh, you know, Devil. And so there's the chick that her boobs are just hanging out. Dude, <laughs> dude this is awesome. Yeah. How many people do you think I can invite down there, Nick? Um, you know what, man? Let's just do first come, first serve. At okay. This point because we're at, uh, we're at the corner of, uh, Spring Garden and Noble Street. It's right across from, uh, Festival Pier Penn's Landing in the shadow of the giant American flag on the side of a warehouse. God bless North America. God <laughs> bless America, America yeah, and God bless Club Risque. We're north of the Ben Franklin Bridge, uh, just south of Spring Garden Street. Yeah, it's, it's the, that mural of the American flag yeah. up Huge. on the building, right? Correct. Okay. All right. So, if you have a little bit of time and you want to go by there, well, what's now? Here, how are people going to get back to their cars? Uh, later? Well, that, that's going to be up to them. I mean, we we provided for the winners and the listeners that, that qualified early. Okay. Um, so at this point, you gotta you know you gotta leave your car here and then figure that out on your own. After yeah, maybe you can get a, a thumb a ride from somebody or call a cab, but that's because that's a couple of miles stretch there between where you're starting and where Club Risque is. I tell you what, right. e e regardless, if you go and they they've already maxed out the room on the uh, on the, the the hayride there, hang out because the party starts immediately after yep. Club Risque. Yep, exactly. All right, so all right, you can head there now, and uh, it will we'll get you on board. You got to be at least 21 though. That is that is one the thing that we do have to make sure. That it happens and uh it's the sun's coming up it's yes. looking like it's gonna be nice so get yourself ready is the wolf man there nick you know what casey i've not spotted him yet oh. uh, but, but chuck love showed up oh so yes awesome. and we uh, have our official haunted horror ride midget do we have any uh, fire trucks this year or no yeah we got the guys from uh, the philadelphia fire department john mooney and rick morris couldn't do it without those guys and it's not your standard fire truck of course it's the fire truck with a hot tub in with the, the hot tub is that, is that from smoke eaters uh, you know what? I don't know if they're associated anymore, but okay. they, they, those guys have been friends in the past, and okay. they're the ones that have hooked us up. But now it's John Mooney, Philadelphia Fire Department, and uh, Rick Morris. Oh, and our, our hearse. This guy, Glenn Anderson, comes every year. It's just a decked out hearse, and he just wants to be a part of it. And we're like, sure, why not? Are any of the calendar girls there? Uh, I haven't seen any yet, okay. Kathy. And there's actually a bit of a, uh, a crowd gathering. I'm not sure if they're... Uh, mixed in or not, but uh, so far it's just the ladies. Man, so many whores, it's hard to find. <laughs> I know that Allison is showing up, that's for sure. That she said she's going to be down there. So, All right. Uh, okay, uh, Nick McWayne, our correspondent for the Haunted Horror Ride this morning. Uh, we will check back. We're going to do the beat file, uh, then we'll play some uh, commercials music, and then we'll come back to you and we'll let this baby roll. Okay, Nick? Yeah, I think we should be good to go at that point. All right, bud, we'll check back in a minute. All right.
Sounds poised, good. Poised yeah. to be the best one yet, I think, what yeah. it sounds like. And uh, with some assistance there, I love it. And all the girls, now we're doing it right. This is the first time we've ever had open spots. I, uh, we usually just ask for two. They decided to throw in a third. I didn't. Bates Motel, you gotta, gotta love, love that. that. Yeah. All right, so we'll get the whore ride underway in just a little bit. Let's do the Bizarre Five. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Five. All right, it's brought to you by the Pennsylvania Lottery. This Saturday's Powerball jackpot now has an estimated annuity of $53 million, so don't forget to play. Pennsylvania Lottery proceeds benefit older Pennsylvanians every day. Players must be 18 or older. We'll start with this story. Two burglary suspects who drew masks on their faces with a permanent marker have been arrested. Uh, a witness told police... That's great. ...that two men with painted disguises were trying to break into an apartment in Carroll, Iowa, and they're not even good masks. I mean, they didn't even... Oh they what just kind of scribbled on their faces. Yeah, they look like port wine stains. Yeah, it, it, it's so stupid. A uh, witness told police that uh, two men were uh, were trying to break into an apartment. The caller added that the pair, both wearing black hooded sweatshirts, drove off in a large white car. Police soon spotted the Buick that matched. Remember, the, I'm in charge of the makeup. The description and stopped it. They found two occupants with mask-like <laughs> scribbling on their faces. Wait, it looks like a little kid got yeah. a hold of yeah. them. Yeah, you're right, and drew on themselves. Yeah. Who uh, got into the Sharpies? Matthew Allen. Alan McNelly and Joey Lee Miller were arrested at gunpoint because of reports they might be armed, but neither man had a weapon. Both suspects. I mean, honestly, would it would have been so difficult to just get like a stocking or something? <laughs> exactly. Uh, both suspects were charged with attempted second degree burglary and have been released on bail. And they were a also ski mask charged with uh, driving while intoxicated. Oh, they were drunk. Yeah, I know. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that may have been it. A uh, U.S. Deputy Assistant Attorney General who said that he was on his lunch break when an officer found him with a stripper and sex toys in his sport utility vehicle in a cemetery have been fired. Uh, has been fired. Roland Corning, who is... They call a businessman's lunch. 66 years old, by the way. A wow. former state legislator. Bless, you know. Was, in, uh, was uh, in a scheduled part of... I'm sorry, a secluded part of a downtown cemetery in Columbia, South Carolina when an officer spotted him on Monday. As the officer approached, Mr. Corning sped off off and then pulled over a few blocks away. He and the 18-year-old woman with him. He's 66 and she's 18. An employee of the Platinum Plus Gentlemen's Club gave conflicting stories about what they were doing in the we cemetery. We were here to visit a loved one. Uh, Mr. Corning gave the officer a badge showing that he worked for the state attorney general's office and the officer, whose wife also works there, called her to make sure that Corning was telling the truth. He then searched the SUV where he found a Viagra pill and several sex toys, items that Mr. Corning said he always kept with him, quote, just in case. Just in case. Uh, you never know when you're going to need a boner. Uh, Mr. Corning and the woman were let go without charges, but he was fired from his job. Four teenagers in Utah were arrested for disorderly conduct after they decided to imitate a YouTube video in which a group wraps their order at a McDonald's drive-thru. They were arrested for what? this. For wrapping their order? Yeah. The, the manager told the teens that they were holding up the line and asked them to leave despite there being no line behind them and then they left without buying anything. But the manager wrote down the license plate number and called police who arrested the teens. The parents say that they will fight the charges and believe that the McDonald's manager's actions were excessive. Remember, this happened in Utah. So not much goes on in Utah. I'm into nuggets, y'all. I'm into nuggets, y'all. I'm into nuggets, y'all. I'm into nuggets, y'all. McNuggets, 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 McNuggets. They got arrested for that. Um, so uh, we'll see if there's a follow-up story. 
Somewhere in the Pacific Northwest, there are several dead bodies missing their feet. Yet another sneaker-clad foot has washed Sounds ashore. Sounds like the work of the footman. In uh, British Columbia, the eighth foot in two years, uh, stumping authorities. Oh. And, <laughs> and, uh, Nothing like some post-mortem humor in both Canada <laughs> and the United States. Bet you they use that one at the coroner's office all the time. Uh, seven of the feet... I don't know, Lou. I'm stumped. And seven of the feet, including the most recent foot, have been found in the waters of uh, British Columbia. The other foot was found off the coast of Port Angeles. Well, how many feet from the first foot was the second foot found? Washington, I have no idea, Steve. Police told ABC News that uh, all of the feet there uh, on all of the feet there was no evidence of being severed or artificially removed. While Canadian authorities seem to be leaning towards decomposition as the reason for the feet being detached, it's always wise bodies, to lean towards decomposition, uh, which have never been found. By the way, noted forensic pathologist Dr. Greg Davis said he thinks otherwise. He said, "I don't think this is an artificial decomposition, artifact, or decomposition." He said, "I've never heard of feet just popping off." Uh, Davis, it usually doesn't happen. Who has not examined any of the feet has followed the case with interest, and he said, "To me, it's foul play until proven otherwise. It's just a little too strange." A 22-year-old man was jailed on Tuesday morning on charge. Charges that he shot another man after the two strangers exchanged a series of hostile text messages. Hostile text messages? Yeah, and they didn't even know each other. It was an accident that they contacted. It was huh. the wrong number, oh, basically, geez. and it led to a shooting. Scott Allen Elders <laughs> faces an aggravated assault charge in the 2.30 a.m. shooting of Brian Madison. Uh, Madison was in serious condition. Elder and Madison had argued through phone calls and text messages after a misdialed number. Uh, the pair uh, arranged to meet at the CVS parking lot. They allowed a text, meet you at the TBF. a text message conversation to escalate to physical violence. Some family members and other people were in the area at the time of the shooting and were interviewed by officers afterwards. And then we'll do uh, one more quick story and wrap things up. A uh, homeless Texarkana man has pleaded no contest to a misdemeanor bestiality charge involving a horse. Whoa! Prosecutors say, and I'm not having sex with a horse. I am not making this name up. Prosecutors yeah. say that 57-year-old Harry Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's your name, you're sort of compelled to have sex with a horse. Was released for time served after entering a plea Wednesday in Miller County District Court. Uh, Johnson had... Wilbur, this dude's all up in my junk. Harry Johnson had rejected a plea deal offered last week, but prosecutors say his court-appointed attorney was able to change his mind. <laughs> Johnson was arrested in August when a motorist called police to report Johnson having sex with a a horse and there having you go. sex with a horse and that is what i have in the b file my friends now more with preston and steve on 93.3 wmmr yeah, the all right you ready to get this thing rolling oh yeah all right it is uh time for the 2009 haunted horror ride this all started a few years ago when uh, i was talking about a uh, a haunted hayride, hayride or actually it was the haunted hor horror hayride horror hayride and, and i misunderstood you thought it was haunted horror ride <laughs> and we just kind of ran with it after that we called our good friends at uh clubber's game we said hey can these ladies dress up for us and uh we'll have them portray ladies of the night dressed for an evening of halloween fun and they said hell yeah in fact let's have a party afterwards at the club and we said we're in on that we got it set up, and our friends at Bates Motel brought out the flatbeds filled with hay, and thus began the legendary run of the Haunted Horror Ride. Let's go to our correspondents. We have Nick McElwain, who's on location. Nick, are you there? Yeah, President, I'm here. Uh, first, a, a couple of... A couple. <laughs> a quick, uh, 
Uh, thank you. Uh, the Philadelphia Cold Storage, they're the guys that own the uh, building with the giant American flag, and they allow us to, you know, take over their parking lot, and they're really cool. They all listen. I want to thank Kevin and Joe oh. and the powers that be there. Yeah. yeah, thank them. That's awesome. And then, we, you know, we got to block the street a little bit right before we get going, so they're really nice to let us do this. we got to thank uh, Bates Motel, like you mentioned. Our drivers from Bates Motel are Jordan, Ben, and Steve. And we got Dave's limo, our boy Mike driving. Clubber's Day, of course, they provided a Hummer. Chuck Love, the midget. We got John Mo uh, John Mooney and Rick Morris from the Philadelphia Fire Department with the uh, fire truck with a hot tub in the back. And Glenn Anderson, uh, you know, pulling up the rear with his hearse. Actually, I think he might be second in line. But, uh, yeah, at this point, all the ladies are on the flatbed. Uh, we got um, the giant stretch limo, excursion limo from Dave's Limousine. I'm in that, which is going to be right in the middle of the pack. All right. And then um, there's... <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. I, I heard, heard that, that, yeah. It sounded like a fart from where we were, but <laughs> but I assume that's from the, uh, is that a truck driving by, or was that? Uh... that? That was one of the trucks from Cold Storage. Those guys, uh, they kind of stopped working for a little bit to come out and look at the ladies. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's a shocker. Yeah, go figure. Uh, we'll tell them to come down for the party afterwards. All right, uh, Nick, so you, you're you kind of in the middle. Where is Matt Court? I want to check in with him in a moment. Matt Court is uh, well, he's standing right next to me right now, but he's going to be back uh, by the fire truck with a hot tub. All okay. right, of course he's going to make the hot tub. And right. did you have yeah. any last-minute people show up to be a part of the Haunted Horror Ride? Yeah, actually we got some motorcycle guys from the Abate Toy Run. They stopped by, and then a whole bunch of <laughs> listeners who figured, hey, what the hell, I got an hour to that, go. Exactly. Awesome. awesome. All Take right. the whole morning off. So we have three flatbeds, and we have the ladies, and uh, we're going to get people on board. How close are we to pulling out and getting this thing started? We're just ready to go. We're, we're right. waiting for the official countdown. Let me go over and uh, let me get Matt right now. Uh, Matt Cord, correspondent number two. Matt, how you doing, bud? Good morning, everybody. Good morning. All right, now where are you going to be? You're going to be on the fire truck, Matt? Yeah, I'm in the very back. It's so funny. These two elderly, elderly ladies that work at Cold Storage just walked by. And they're like, what's going on? Are there any Phillies in this float? <laughs> <laughs> are there any Phillies? Just, yeah, know, there tell, are. Tell them yes, and they're invited to be on yeah. Really with their tops off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's all they have to do. All right. Well, you know what? Why don't it's you know it's eight twenty three. It's about the time to to get this thing on the road. We give the official yeah. countdown We're to Nick. Be basically, going from uh, Spring Garden on Delaware Ave all the way down to where Club Risque is, and that's uh, right about where Walmart and yep. and uh, all the the shopping centers are. Uh, so yeah, I think we're ready, Nick. If you're in place, Matt. If you're in place, we'll give you the countdown and we'll start it up. All right, guys. Let's turn the megaphone off. Who's ready for the 2009 on an A-Ride? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this bitch cranking in three, two, one, on, 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 Seen except for the first one that almost got us evicted right yeah. here at the building. Yep, we've never seen the haunted hall ride in person. No, we haven't. We've watched the video. In fact, we're watching yeah. the video of last year right now, and uh, we'll make sure that this uh, is this being filmed today, Nick. Yeah, you know what? We got Nick Murphy, uh, who's been doing such great work for us. He's out here, and our uh, our friend at Janice Productions. Uh, big thanks to John Bell and everybody at Janice Productions. Uh, awesome, John, for a while. We're really glad that he's out here helping us out again. All Our right. first haunted horror ride was like five minutes long around the building. Yeah. And now this thing goes for like uh, an hour. Like an hour. Yeah, yeah. exactly. With well, a, we always like to raise the bar. With a party afterwards, <laughs> too. All 
Uh, so if you do happen to see the uh, the horn ride as you're uh, cruising down, you know, Columbus Boulevard, Delaware Ave, whatever you want to call it, feel free to honk the horn, wave, throw dollar bills, actually, uh, up to the up to the horn sure, ride. Sure, you'll get something back for your investment. I think you might. Yeah. Uh, Nick, where has has the entire uh, caravan pulled out onto the road yet? No, hell no, Brett. We got like nine, ten vehicles in this thing. So no, even more than that. So we got uh, half of it is now out on uh, Columbus Boulevard, making that right off of Noble, going past uh, Festival Landing at uh, uh, Ben Planning, Festival Theater Ben Planning. Now the fire truck has to be at the right, and followed lastly by well, the two motorcycles that joined in, then the MMR Tahoe. Awesome. Hey. Five or six ladies from Clubber's Day in the hot tub uh, on the fire truck. There are five or six ladies on each flatbed truck. Uh, this is a party. All right, and if you, if you have an interesting vehicle of some sort and you want to uh, tag along. Join on in. You know, say like an ambulance or something like <laughs> sure. that. Sure. Feel free. Just jump in behind these and guys. And also, Nick, you said it earlier, but again, thanks to the Philadelphia police. Always yeah. awesome to us. And I'm playing. Those guys, see, they're just the coolest, and, and they just do it sort of out of the kindness of their hearts, and they realize that we're just having fun out here. So, yeah, big thanks to those guys. All right, let me go to uh, Matt Cord, the other correspondent, who's bringing in the rear. Matt, are you there? Yeah, guys, I'm, I'm right behind the fire truck, and there's this blonde girl sitting on the hot tub, and all you see is her ass. <laughs> <laughs> all you see is her ass. What's she, what's she dressed as, Matt? What's that? What is she dressed as? Uh, just like a bikini stripper, I guess. A uh, bikini, bikini stripper. stripper. Uh, that is a great costume. What an original costume. <laughs> That's an awesome costume. What are you? A bikini stripper. I love that. I'm yeah. a hobo. All right, Matt, what were you saying? There's Pico's tr- truck stop by on the side of the road. The Philadelphia parking is parking's clapping as people go by. It's like all the workers have stopped in Philadelphia. Oh, and what we love beautiful. is that people come out along Delaware Avenue, and it reminds me of the shots you used to see Preston from Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, yeah. Along the Macy's Parade. Absolutely. You I know, mean, people with the gigs and the balloons. It's just a party. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. And if you if you see the whore ride, please uh, feel free to either call or just honk your horn or give a wave or whatever. Yeah, tell us what you're seeing if you're out on the road, if you're along Delaware Avenue. Nick, I'm actually surprised that you're not up there with uh, the girls on one of the flatbeds right now. Yeah, well, I kind of just wanted to be in the middle to sort of observe, you know, uh, both ends of the, the spectrum, if you will. We're, we're passing David Buster's now. All right, and, Hold, uh, Nick, I've got, I've got it, I've got to interrupt you because we have um, <laughs> the president of the Fraternal Order of Police, John McNesby, on the phone. He's called in. Uh, John, are you there? Yeah, hey guys. Hey, listen, you know I listen every day, but I didn't realize where you were leaving from, man. Now you got me stuck in traffic. <laughs> John, John, you should you should get a, a place of honor. You should you could you can pull over to the side if you want and hop on one of the uh, the hay rides there. Yeah, I, I got lights on this car. I was just figuring on joining in. <laughs> you know what? Turn on the lights, yeah. man. We're glad to have you on board, John. Absolutely. Sorry about the delay. All right. Uh, it's awesome. I mean, people are just everywhere, just shaking their heads. So, yeah. I love it. I love okay, it. You guys did a great job. All right, all right John. Guys. Happy Halloween, man. Take care, man. All right, we'll talk to you later. He's well, a great guy. <laughs> the president of the FOP just said, you guys did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about our haunted war ride. You know, because he, get, he gets it. They get it. Yeah. That's, what, that's what makes it so great. That's oh. why the police are so great in this city. My God. All right, so, Nick, where you, you said you were going by Dave & Buster's last time I spoke to you. You're probably still in front of Dave & Buster's. <laughs> yeah, we just got past him. All the rest of the caravan is not. Uh, an ambulance has decided to join us. Their lights are on. Their siren's going to be on a little bit. So see, see, it's a communal... Ambulance that is. Thank you for being a part of the haunted or ride. 
Uh, right now we're passing uh, Octo and uh, Cassie. I believe you said you might have an upcoming appearance at Octo. Uh, they have a sign out front that says "Close for the season." So <laughs> I swear, I'm not even kidding you. I, I think I got like an invitation in my email to do an appearance there, but uh, I guess it's not there. Uh, yeah, so, they yeah. close. It's an outdoor venue. And I Kathy's think also playing a drive-in theater near my house. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'm looking. All right, what are you looking for? I would see if you actually have an appearance at this. You know what? Go ahead and go out there anyway. Uh, um, the right, thing man. is, it does move slowly, so you still you have more than enough time to get over and take a look at it. If you're out on the road and you see it, give us a call and tell us what you're seeing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Nick, by the way, is... Uh... Wait, hold on. Music change. Now we have candy on table number three. Uh, Nick, does it look like the uh, the contestants or people who won the passage aboard the Haunted Horror Ride are having a good time? You know, it's funny, question because for the first part of the, the Haunted Horror Ride, they kind of uh, are into observing what's going on, watching the parade, watching the other cars go by. And then this thing does take a long time to get down to Clippers Day on Columbus Boulevard. So after a little bit of time, they realize... Hey, I'm on a flatbed truck with a bunch of strippers. I can get a lap there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, once that kicks in, that's uh, this part. How many how many miles is it exactly? Would you guess from the point uh, of departure to Brisbane? Probably like two and a half, something like that. Yeah, I, I think know. it's about two and a half, three. We're just getting underneath the Ben Franklin Bridge now, and, and uh, the stretch limo <laughs> from Dave's limo and uh, uh, the uh, Emma Martajos out front. The, the first flatbed truck. Uh, from Vintage Motel. They did a really cool thing. They put up a giant, like a flag, almost like a, uh, a pirate ship flag. And atop the pirate ship flag is a, um, banner from Clubber's Day that's just, uh, a silhouette of a stripper. And then underneath that is an MMR banner, an MMR flag. Pretty Very cool. cool. That's a great idea. See, we don't get to see any of this. We love the gang at the Bates Motel. Well, we're getting video of it. All so right, we'll, all we'll right. definitely have that up at some point this week. And one I time I take, I'd love to take a ride on it, but we can't do it. I know. Uh, but listen, all these ladies are going to be, uh, uh, headed down as they are heading under the the majesty of the Ben Franklin yes. Bridge right now. They're going to make their way down Columbus Boulevard and end up at Clubber Skate. And we're leaving immediately after the show. Come down there and join us. Preston and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. As we speak, there's a group of vehicles that are headed down Columbus Boulevard, loaded up with hay and scantily clad women. It's what we call the haunted whore ride. Born of a mistake, but now a uh, annual tradition. A beautiful celebration. A beautiful celebration of life and flesh. Yes. And uh, let's see where they are and what exactly is going on with the Haunted Horror Ride. I'm going to go to our correspondent. Uh, let me see here. I, get, uh, I just lost Matt. I'm sorry he's going to have to call back. Let me go to uh, Nick McElwain. Nick, are you there? I am here for the Haunted Horror Ride. You know what? I I don't know what I enjoy more. The people who are out here celebrating and looking at the ladies and having a fun, or the people who have absolutely no clue as to what's going on. Oh, I'd go with the no clue people. <laughs> That's the absolute best, getting the reaction from them as you guys roll down the street. Where are you? A lot of people honking and hollering and having a great time. And then there are like old people who drive by who are just honking because they're mad. <laughs> uh, where are you guys now, by the way, Nick? All right, so we're just coming up on the Hyatt uh, right near, uh, um, just north of the Mushulu. Uh, 95 is to our right, Society Hill Towers, designed by I.M. Bay, or uh, also to my right. We're slowly cruising down, coming up on uh, Dock Street, uh, close, cruising down Columbus Boulevard. And, uh, you know, I know you guys have to stay back there, but one year, I really wish you could see this. Because it's oh, so do we. summer every year, and more and more fun. By the way, Nick, we have, uh, we have, uh, information just coming in that the NBC10 uh, traffic copter is over the site. <laughs> Yeah, well, I guess we are causing a bit of a traffic jam. Um, I also heard that on the Ben Franklin Bridge, 
the uh, Philadelphia, the Philly cop blocked off one side of the bridge so that people would not stop. Dude. <laughs> Let's go over the side of the bridge Our and cops, watch his own. Yeah. Our cops rule. Yeah. They are the best. They are the absolute best. Oh, my God. All right, hang on just a second, Nick. I want to go to, uh, I've got to listener Brian on the line. Hey, Brian, how you doing, man? Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, bud, what's up with you? Thank you, Thank man. Thank you. So, uh, what did you want to tell us? I just passed by that day and it is great. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, uh, were you on uh, Delaware Ave or Columbus Boulevard or were you on yes, 95? I was. Awesome. I was in the uh, white and green truck that went by blowing our air horn. Awesome, oh, we love man. that. Yeah, please show your support when you're passing by if you have an air horn or you have a big rig or whatever. And there we go. <laughs> and Brian, the ladies look awesome, don't they? That's great, man. Oh, you can't hear. All right, thanks, man. We'll talk to you later, bud. All right, let me go. We have uh, Matt Cord, our correspondent number two, who is uh, actually behind. Uh, Matt, you're behind the fire truck, right? Yeah, yeah, Fred. So I'm right behind the fire truck with the hot tub, and all the girls are in the hot tub. And um, in the beginning, they were just flashing. Now everything's off. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's let's be a little bit careful, uh, Matt. I mean, I mean, okay, they're still flashing. But all it's right. so funny be because... I saw, and people are just astonished when they drive by. Yeah. These two Muslim ladies drove by. They're right to the side of me, and the one took her hand just to pull down her veil a little bit more to get a better view. Oh. <laughs> wow. Wow. We may be converting people. That says a lot. Today. Yeah. All right, hang on just a second, man. It's like a rolling Sodom and Gomorrah. Let me go to uh, Flavius, I think, or Flavius. Hey, Flav, what's up? Hey, guys. How you doing? You guys rock. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Meng. Uh, where are you right now? Uh, well, I'm just driving on uh, Columbus Boulevard towards the Washington Lane. I just passed the haunted hall ride. Yeah. I throw some money in the ground, but of course I couldn't stop because, you know, it was traffic, but it was beautiful. Ah, well, that's our gift to you this morning, please. Ab absolutely, man. Have a great weekend, and if you can, come and join us. We're going to be at Club Risque when this is all done. We're headed out right after the show. Let me go to Charlie next. Charlie, you there? I'm here. You guys rock. Thank oh, you, Charlie. So, are you driving down Columbus Boulevard? What, what a great show you guys put on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate that. We're glad you could enjoy the uh, haunted horror ride this morning. All right, buddy? It's a day starter. Thanks, guys. I right, It's a great day starter. You know what? Uh, also, we got a lot of people who... There's that one part of the Horror Rides route where uh, you can see it from 95. Yes. People will stop. So if you are headed to the side, 95, be yeah. safe and yep. careful, Absolutely. but enjoy. But feast your eyes. It's for you. All right, one more time, I'm going to go to Nick and see where the progress is taking them because they're they're moving a little bit quicker than last year. Yeah, they're year, doing good time. All right, uh, Nick, you still there? Yeah, we're coming up on First uh, Street now, and uh, I'm also enjoying the people who are uh, passing by three and four times. There's a guy in a uh, Mercedes convertible, blue Mercedes convertible. I've seen him go by the haunted horror ride at least four times. <laughs> uh, this guy's in uh, reader roofing, and I'm giving him a shout-out because they have three MMR bumper stickers on the back of the reader rooting truck. Awesome. So people are, you know, loving the haunted horror ride, loving the ladies. Again, thanks so much for filling that up. Your cops walking off traffic, letting us go down Columbus Boulevard at a slow but safe pace. Awesome. Now, now, if you have to see John McNesby behind you, wave him on so he can pass. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah, I got a parking ticket, John. I'll call you later. Okay? <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> All right, Nick and Matt are correspondents for the haunted horror ride. We'll let you guys roll a little bit longer. We'll check in with you maybe at the end of this break. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah. We'll talk to guests and we'll come back to you in just a minute. All right, Nick.
Tell Mark Summers I'm sorry. I, I will. <laughs> Don't worry about it. All right. Uh, there you go. The Haunted Horror Ride is underway once again. And like I said earlier, I think this is our best one yet. It's awesome. And, I, and again, to... we we not part of it. And uh, Bates Motel, they set us up with a, with a third uh, truck this year. I had, we had no idea until this morning. Well, maybe we have to start thinking uh, in terms of uh, adding on uh, additional carts. Dude, we can't. How how much bigger we can never, this thing We get? never thought we could do three. We have That's three true. this year. That's true. All right. Well, anyway, be a part of it. Head down there. And it, there is there a correlation of naked people and Mark Summers so. when he stops by? I think there's usually something like that Every going time on. I'm here. And by the way, I'm disappointed that I wasn't asked to be a correspondent. Oh, oh we would have gladly extended the offer. But we, we figure you've, you've gotten your battle scars through the show. And <laughs> yeah. there's only so much we can do to you and still remain friends. And, well, and here's what's amazing. We did the uh, Double Dare uh, 4th of July extravaganza yes. almost two years ago. Yeah. There is not a week that goes by when I'm not at a restaurant here in Philly walking down the street where people say, man, why weren't you on again this year? That was like the coolest thing ever. So that, you know, out of all the things I've done in my life, you know, Oprah, The Tonight Show, it, it's the drunk day on Preston and Steve that people remember. Well, it's beautiful. You know, we had, we had thought about going back to that again, but it was just, we're like, how could we ever top that? It was so insane over the top that day. Again, that was another event that after you had left... Uh, 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 Mark uh, almost resulted in us getting evicted from the building. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. and Mark, did you ever see the footage of what I did when I got home? That Casey, day? I did. Okay, and uh, <laughs> and the fact that you would bring that up is frightening. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, yeah, you were out of it that day. I must say that was. Uh, do you have any recollection of that day at all? Yeah. Uh, no. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No. No. I do. I do. Um. Well. The, the whole. Uh, listen. I. I. I the, uh, whole. <laughs> the whole. Yeah. yeah. The whole. Yeah. Do we need part. to say more? I don't remember that uh, part. I don't necessarily remember doing a pressed ham against the glass here at the building. Yes, on the first uh, floor uh -huh. uh, of, a, of an active business. Yep. But uh, there was there's a chunk of time you lost, uh, and then you started to regain your. Um, I got it when I got home. I remember everything. Remember, yeah. yeah I bet you did get it when you got home, man. I got to tell you. <laughs> but the thing that's so weird is if you google my name like the seventh thing that pops up is drunk double dare day on preston and steve and there's all that lovely video so i'm so proud so of all part the of great that. great work you've done has now been bumped down you know from this horrible thing that you did yeah yeah so what is it with naked people every time i, I come on this program i don't know it just it's it's i guess it's this the way it is it's uh, it's fate well it had we known we certainly would have extended in fact we would have probably made you the grand marshal i would be yeah. very proud and now i hear something about a uh, spanksgiving day you want to oh, tell me yeah, about that you can, you can do that yeah, <laughs> absolutely. The day before Thanksgiving. It's a very, for the very essence of a double dare. By the way, I think my, my favorite quote from Mark that day was when we had Casey picking up the, the golf balls with his bare ass and dropping them into the bucket, and it made that thud. What Mark, did I say? Mark goes, that sound will haunt my dreams. <laughs> Now, when we did Drunk Double Dare, you hadn't talked to Robin or John for a while. Have you kept in touch with them? Absolutely. I talked to Robin oh. on a more regular basis. Uh, Harvey and I, John Harvey and I, uh, went out and had uh, dinner uh, a couple weeks ago. Okay. That's great. So you've you've made a reunion uh, stick. It's very nice. Well, I tell you what, Mark, last night we had our uh, Halloween party at Mad River in Maniunk, and there were, first of all, we got there, the bartender, one of the bartenders was dressed in a Double Dare costume. Every she had, year. She had the shirt, she had the 
helmet on with the cup on top yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. And then about an hour later, two more people showed up in the exact same costume. So odd. It was great. It's yeah. not odd. It's a fantasy of every kid to be on that show. Really? So Yeah, I wanted to be on it my oh, whole I life. So, I yeah. so wanted to be on it. Oh, my God. I would have won it. I didn't want to be <laughs> on it. Yeah. I would have won that yeah. thing. Because you're watching. You're like, oh, my God. I would have done so much better than that person. I know I, somebody who was on it, and he didn't win. <laughs> uh, like, uh-huh. first of all, I would have uh, I would have killed in the question and answer round. And then any sort of physical challenge, oh, come on, please. <laughs> He's a dreamer. Yeah. Well, you'd like to believe that, but, uh, to, uh, you know, you never know. You might buckle under the pressure. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> it happens. So uh, tell me some of your other fantasies while we're <laughs> <laughs> Maybe later. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. By the um, way, if, if you're good at doing yard work, we can work out a, uh, oh, an offer. Something oh, I missed here. Yeah, yeah, Marissa yeah. has a barter system for yard work. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but anyhow, let's... Do you have a weed whacker? So to speak. She's got a whacker. There are a couple of events that you wanted to talk about while you're here today. Oh, well, absolutely. The most important one is uh, the fourth annual Race for Hope this Sunday. I was a part of it last year, and I'm here with Natalie. I'm going to put her on with me. because Hi there, Natalie. Hi. Natalie's the one who brought me into this whole thing uh, because her mom, unfortunately, is a victim of this terrible disease, and this is about uh, awareness for brain tumors. You want to fill in the the gaps here for me? Sure. We're here to uh, bring everybody out for the fourth annual Race for Hope this Sunday, November 1st at 9 a.m. at the Art Museum. Uh, last year we raised over $500,000 and this year we're close to 600000 so we want to up the ante and we want to bring everybody out to Unite to fight brain tumors Casey was there last yes. year Mayor um, Nutter's going to be there this year Adam Joseph's going to be there this year and online registration is closed but you can come out to the Arthur Ashe Tennis Center today or tomorrow sign up or come out Sunday morning and sign up there and what if you, if you can't make it out can you make a donation yes you can you can make a donation yeah, if I could talk yeah. here <laughs> but you can make a donation on uh, www.raceforhope PA.org. Okay. So. And Casey, you're going to this event? Yeah, I'll be there. Uh, my sister-in-law had a, a tumor removed from her brain last year, and, uh, you know, it was a scary moment for the family. She's got three kids and, you know, married to my brother, and it was, uh, it was uh, you know, it was, uh, it was horrifying, but... Uh, but the technology they have today and uh, yeah. University of Pennsylvania Hospital is um, is one the of the best, leading be- best in the, in the in the world. So uh, and, and we also we, we all know somebody who uh, had a meningioma removed uh, just uh, about a two but, months about ago. A, yeah. And uh, it, it caught us as like what caught her by surprise. Yeah. And, and it's actually that like the those cases are, are on the rise and you know that you know they they link it they're starting to link it to to certain things but it's it's actually uh, more prominent in females than it is in males and so um you know every year when you do this this race for for hope um more and more people are going to know somebody who who have had a brain tumor right so, uh, you know all the money that you can raise for this is is important it was way cool i'd never done one of these until last year six thousand people were there wow and yeah. it was so much fun i gotta mm-hmm. say it was invigorating and the awareness factor was was way cool so we would really appreciate it if you come out there if you can't come out donate some money uh, you know, it really does help. There's well, you know, you know, Mark, in this area, you're, it's 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 amazing, and it's always humbling how charitable, even in times of uh, of uh, of uh, an economic uh, crisis. Yep. People still step up and pony up the money, and and so we you can do a good thing this. Sunday. I love this town. I got I've been here almost four years now, and uh, the generosity of the people of Philadelphia is absolutely amazing. It's true. Uh, I love the energy and the enthusiasm for Phillies, for Eagles. 
Um, it, it's a great place. I mean, I'm spending more time here than I am in Los Angeles, and I feel like a, uh, you know, a, a native if- Philadelphian almost <laughs> yeah. now, uh, thanks to you guys and all the warm people that uh, always stop you on the street and just say cool things. So come out. Uh, it starts at about 9 for the race, but get mm-hmm. out there about 8 o'clock, register, and uh, we'd love to see you out there. It's not necessarily a race either. I ran, no. it. I ran it last year. Yeah, I ran it too. Uh, yeah, it, I didn't. You know, it's like 35 minutes but or something the like that. weirdest thing last year, <laughs> Natalie was pregnant, okay, and she right. was ready to drop uh. this child in a nanosecond. Uh-huh. We get to the end part before you turn around. Mm-hmm. This poor woman had to go to the bathroom more than life itself. There was a line from here to Chicago and back, and nobody would let her go in the front of the line. Really? So I get went to out. the porty potty. Like, porta potty. I swear, I'm seven lunch. I swear to God, do you want to see my belly? <laughs> yeah. I'm in January. Well, there's your new charity. Well, I had Race to stand in front of all these angry Philadelphians <laughs> who had to pee and say, this woman is pregnant. You've got to let her go. And they were, like, fighting me. That they was were. the only they time. Did. They were right. angry, weren't the they? people in the front of the line said, you can wait 20 minutes like we waited. Oh, man. And I was like, oh, Snap. and then the people behind him were like, that's awful. You can stand here. And then Mark went off, and I'm like, okay, great. I'm sorry, <laughs> sweetie, but you shouldn't have gotten knocked up. <laughs> that's right. But it is a fa- now, it's a very family-friendly event. Of course it is. Yeah. Yeah. But don't mess with anybody's bathroom down. time. You were, the, you were the people who brought up your urination. So yeah, that's, that's right. You took well, us Well, I was there. watching Dr. Oz the other day. Did you see what he was talking about? He, yep. Probably yeah. poop. Uh, but yeah, we had him on the show. He dude loves to talk about poop and uh, and pee. That's, what was the weirdest thing I'd ever seen? Yeah, in my he says like? that if it sounds like a dive bomber, then uh, that you're, you're in good health. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, 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 wait. You poop? Yeah. If, if you're if you're hearing, if there's a kaplunk. Kaplunk. You're you're in good health. Yeah. And oh if man, I'm healthy as an ox. And if it floats, <laughs> you've had too much fat. I had no yeah. idea, right? Oh, okay. I need to go and watch it. And if it periodically submerges and then comes back up again, you crapped a submarine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. Drive carefully. Uh. All right. Well, Sunday, and that's uh, 8 a.m. You need to be there ahead of time. It officially starts at 9. And uh, where, where do people meet? Once again, in front of the art museum. Okay. Yeah. That's Absolutely. perfect. That's outstanding. Now, the other event is, uh, this is the, the Taste of Emeralds. Yeah, I've been oh. at Caesars in Atlantic City for the last two weeks doing this cool thing called uh, Taste of Emeralds. I work for Fremantle from time to time, the folks who do American Idol, and we do um, live performances of Price is Right and of uh, Family Feud, and now we're doing a thing called Taste of Emerald, and it's sort of uh, an iron chef for real people, where we grab folks out of the audience and do a culinary competition and uh, give away, you know, books of emerald and cookware and spices and a lot of audience participation, and then at the end of the night, we actually give food to all the people who show up. Uh, so we're out there uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Tuesday and Wednesdays at 2 o'clock show. Thursday's a 7 o'clock show, and this Sunday is a 2 o'clock show. So come on out. We're having a great time, and uh, you could win something, get on stage, and cook, and participate. Really? So you'll just you'll grab just average Joes and say, come on up here, here are your ingredients, yeah, make absolutely. something? Yeah, uh, yeah. they, they have certain uh, competitions, uh, like how to make uh, egg whites peak, and uh, putting meringue on pies, and making risotto cakes. And you know that. what? So many people, and I, I don't even cook, and I'm into shows, and, and things like this, these competitions, and the Hell's Kitchen, and stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I It'd be a cool thing to see, to see in person. Do you cook at all, Mark? Yeah, actually, I do. Through uh, osmosis over the last 10 years, we just started our 10th season of Unwrapped, which seems uh, impossible. It's a great show. I love that show. And so, uh, yeah, I actually do cook a lot. The good part for me is I generally do the turkey for Thanksgiving, and I have access. uh, Last year, I called, I think, Michael Simon and Bobby Flay to get tips. So, you know, my cooking is improved because I get to hang around with these guys. I like Bobby Flay's style because he kind of just, you know, what tastes good, that's the deal. That might be my... What, what, what was that's that? my uh, that's my cuckoo clock on my uh, on my like, computer. Let, like let me know I have to take my Valium. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, Bobby Flay just like cuts to the chase. I love his I love his uh, his Great recipe. Guy. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Fantastic. Do you, do you uh, eat at some of those uh, the restaurants of the uh, the stars of uh, Food Network? Absolutely. Uh, I eat at uh, every one of Bobby's restaurants. He is fantastic. I was just in Cleveland for a week shooting some Dinner Impossibles, and I ate at all of Michael Simon's restaurants. Mario Batali, big fan of his uh, food as well. So, yeah, it's nice. You get to go in and hang out with these guys and eat their food. And, uh, man, that's the hardest part of my job. I've gained so much weight. <laughs> yeah. And working with him, yeah. I've gained so much weight, too. Because really? Because you go into a restaurant and everyone recognizes them. You sit down like this. The 45-minute wait is two minutes. Oh, be right with you, Mr. Summers. And they bring out appetizers and desserts and Things you know, you didn't 30 order. pounds later. Yeah. The coolest thing the other night, I was with Mike Jarek, and we went to Amada on a Saturday night where it was just packed. Mm -hmm. Didn't make reservations. And Jarek says, come on, come on, let's do it. And I was embarrassed. And I walked in. They gave us a private room in the back. That wow. was really cool. Yeah. I love that restaurant. That's Amada a great place. They, they did yeah. that once for me. It was in the, uh, the parking lot. Was yeah. it really? <laughs> and then the all this, has anybody and... been to Stella yet? Uh, Steven no. Starr's place? I heard that's fantastic. Oh, is that the pizza place? Yeah, I heard it's amazing. I heard it's actually expanding. It's so big. It's getting big. Really? Yeah. So their food What's the name of the place? It's called Stella. Stella. Hey, Stella! Stella! <laughs> and then Mark Vetri is a, I mean, there's great food here. Osteria. Oh, man. Uh, you know, one of my favorite restaurants in town, are Vetri. You, are you working on any new shows as well? Because um, the, the ones you already have? I mean, well, we're, we just sold a show that I don't want to talk about just yet uh, to Food Network, but uh, we'll hopefully have an announcement in the next couple of weeks for a new program going on there. We're in season seven of uh, Dinner Impossible, so uh, staying busy, keeping me in town, which I love. Any more filming around Philadelphia? There were a lot of Dinner Impossibles filmed in the area. We're so. actually doing one on Monday. Ooh, in really? Area. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you off the air where it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, Dinner Impossible. Uh, uh, I, now that show, I, I'm not familiar with. What, uh, what, what, what is the concept? What do you do? Chef doing? Robert or Chef Robert Irvine is given an assignment. He has no idea. He walks in and is told in six hours you I have, have to cook for that. 500 people. Yeah. And you have you know no money and no kitchen. Okay. And he's got to figure out how to do it. Yeah. And you break his arms. Which is <laughs> <laughs> last night or Wednesday yeah. night was a very cool episode where we took him to the Rock and Roll Hall. Of Fame, and we had Bootsy Collins on as a sous chef, and he had to cook for 300 VIPs, <laughs> uh, which was way cool. Bootsy's kind of a weird guy, right? Yeah, he's an yeah. interesting guy. But I tell you, uh, a week from this Wednesday, uh, we did an episode with the WWE. Which was insane. We had the Miz with us. We had we've Santino. had the Miz in the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this guy. Yeah, he's, he's fantastic. great. Fantastic. He used to be on the Real World. Yes, that dude. Yeah, absolutely. And all he ever wanted to do was be in the WWE, and he made it. And he and did it. Yeah. Oh, he's the best. And a guy by the name Santino, and we had a guy yep. by the the name the the Big Show, who this mm -hmm. was the largest individual I've ever met in my entire life. <laughs> uh, the dude's and, a buffalo. Oh yeah, yeah, honest to God. And uh, Stephanie McMahon gave Robert the uh, the assignment. So that is one of the coolest episodes. We have ever done. Is she, is, she, is she attractive up close? I mean, because. Oh, oh, my. Yeah? Yeah, and on camera, even. I mean, yeah, take yeah. a look. She comes across as pretty attractive. She really yeah. is, and very nice. Very Everybody, cool. very cooperative, nicest folks with the WWE. Well, they know how to sell it, too. Oh, yeah. yeah These are the best marketers in the history of the world, I think. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So it's been good. Life is good. Can't cool. complain. Yeah. So uh, this And yet, Sunday, with all that, people keep bringing up Double Dare. Double Dare. Yeah. I love it. All right. Well, the Race for Hope is this weekend. It's on Sunday. I'll make Sure, Nick puts information up yep. on PrestonandSteve.com about that. Up. I think it probably is already there. I'm on the pretty sure it page. is. And then uh, also the event coming up with uh, Emerald. Uh, do, do you, is there a Mark Summers uh, webpage or uh, uh, you know? I still haven't ever done that. No, it's uh, just too weird to me. But uh, <laughs> anyway, you can go to like Caesar's. It. What's that? Your Twitter. Oh yeah. yeah, there's somebody who pretends to be me on Twitter. Yeah, who does these rude comments about all the Food Network people? <laughs> um, and initially, I was going to try and get him thrown off because it's not really me. But he's so funny. I'm just going to let him keep going. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool stuff. It works out. Fair enough. It really is. I can't thank you guys enough. You are the nicest folks. You always let us give uh, you know this time and 
dedicate to uh, our causes and uh, any time at all. And uh, if you are around the day before Halloween, or I mean the day before uh, Thanksgiving, you you got to be in this Thanksgiving yeah, day parade. So let cool. us know. We'll give you a place of honor. <laughs> okay, thanks. Right, My excellent. mother would be so proud. Awesome. <laughs> Mark Summers, gang. Yeah. Now, as uh, as we say goodbye to him, actually, we need to, we're going to do one quick check in with the uh, the haunted horror ride one more time. I think now, they were moving along quite well, yeah, covering a lot of distance. I wonder where they are now. Uh, let me check in with uh, Nick just to find out their location, see if they have arrived yet at Club Escape. Nick McElwain, our correspondent. Nick, are you there? Uh, correction, Steve Morrison. We were moving along quite well. We have slowed down to a sail pace. <laughs> and where are we now? We made it all the way to the other side of the Mushulu. <laughs> are you kidding? What? <laughs> what happened? Well, you know, I don't know what it is, Preston, but for whatever reason, we've created a lot of traffic. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. Well, do the do the ladies still look like they're having fun? Oh, the ladies are having a blast. The guys in the fire truck are having a bad. Here's another fire truck. I don't know if you can hear that. Yeah, we can hear oh, it. Oh, yeah, I can hear that. <laughs> We're creating so much traffic, and so many people are having a good time. Like, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> I want to make this time to apologize to the two ladies in the uh, tan Mercedes SUV. They were pissed. <laughs> <laughs> they got right to get on the 95 North, and, uh, well, we just didn't let that happen. Well, you know what? It's all, it's sort of a gift. It's, it's to put a smile on the city's face on, yeah. a, on a Friday morning. Yeah. So, like Steve, we're celebrating the Phillies. And stuff we are like celebrating yes. the Phillies. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, hold on, Nick. Uh, let me go to Matt, and then we'll uh, take a quick break. Uh, Matt Cord, who's bringing up the rear. Matt, are you there? I, I just love going through red lights in this procession. It's <laughs> yeah! <laughs> it's awesome, isn't it? Uh, now... Uh, we're coming up to my neighborhood, Queen Village, and I see all my neighbors. I'm kind of ducking because they're like looking at me like. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know you did this for your living. No. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> passing by his own neighborhood. Nick was saying that you guys have slowed down to basically a barely a crawl. Oh, uh, this is this thing has grown. It's like a block long now. It's insane. So, so people are joining in, which is great. Yeah. It's the yeah. city coming together again to celebrate the Phillies. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and, and losing last night, right? <laughs> well, it's to, it's to bring our spirits back. Because they're bringing it back home. It's After our pep loss. rally. For... It's our pep rally. Exactly. It's now 366 it's... days without a world championship. That's right. There we go. <laughs> all right, so, uh, all right, Matt, we're going to have this continue on. We'll check back in with you guys in just a little bit. And don't forget, this does wrap up at Club Risque right there on Delaware Ave. And as soon as we're done with the show, we're headed down there and a chance to uh, win all kinds of stuff. Yes? Did you see James's story? It's pretty fu- It's pretty funny. Uh, no. He, he just says he, he, he paid a cab driver, paid a cab fare. To take him past the horror. Wait, hang on a second. I got uh, James. James, are you there? Hi. No, I I am the cab driver. (laughs) (laughs) And and you had a fare that that wanted to go to the horror ride? Oh, it gets better. I know. He didn't want to go to the horror ride. He had to go to the Avis right there on Columbus Boulevard. All right. So I'm sitting over here, uh, and I pick him up, and he tells me where he's got to go. So, of course, I'm excited as hell. And I go to get across the bridge, and I drop him off. I get stuck in traffic next to them. Which is wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> and then now listen to this. The guy called back. He got to go to a different Avis. I got to go back and get him. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm getting paid. <laughs> this is like the greatest day. Yeah. yeah. I love it, James. All right, my friend. Thanks for the call. Have a happy Halloween. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. <laughs> hey, quickly before we go to Dom, I want to. We're getting some more calls coming in uh, concerning the uh, haunted horror ride. Yeah, it's going we'll, great guns. We'll take a couple uh, from these guys real quick, and then we'll check in with our correspondents, uh, Nick and Matt. But uh, I want to go to uh, George. Hey, George, how you doing? 
I'm good, man. You guys rock. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. Uh, did you happen to see the Haunted Horror Ride? Yeah, I'm actually right behind it right now. Oh, really? All right, so where where are you? Washington and... Uh, at, at Delaware Ave, uh, yeah, Columbus Boulevard. So they've made it about that far. <laughs> Get a little bit of progress. <laughs> Just a little bit, yeah. It's going to be the longest horror ride of all time, I'll tell you that. George, if you can, join us at Club Risque right afterwards, all right, man? Yes, I'm good. Awesome. We'll talk to you later. George, what a party, man. Yeah, he's really uh, no, Seriously, man, we're partying. It's going to be awesome. It's a great time. Uh, let, me go, let me go to Jeff. Hey, Jeff, how you doing, buddy? Dude, you guys effing rock. Thank you, Jeff. And it says here you're an ambulance driver? Yes, I am. I work for a high-tech ambulance. Okay, and uh, you, you drove by the horror ride? I was in it. I was behind it the whole, <laughs> the whole time. Really? <laughs> yeah. Now, watch this up here on the screen. We're seeing that uh, it's the last day of work. For, is it for you or for your partner or what? My, it's my partner's last day. He's leaving. Uh, he's leaving after his shift today. All right, so it's a, sort of a good, a good send-off. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah, well, good for you. Good job. Yeah. Good man. You are a good man. We'll enjoy the horror ride, and hopefully we'll see you at Club Risque. I'm sure there are a couple of nurses somewhere up on that hayride. you got to yeah. believe that, right? Let me go to, I have a, Steve is on the horror ride. Steve, are you there? Yo! <laughs> <laughs> Steve, what are you doing, man? Oh, I'm looking at all these gorgeous girls. You know, some girls now from Risque out there showing their stuff to the men in blue. <laughs> I love that, <laughs> man. Police is awesome. I don't know what he's saying, but he said he's having a good time. All right, we'll see you at Club Risque, Steve. All right, there you go. So the party is on Delaware Avenue as we speak, and apparently they're around Washington. So um, join in. Jump yes. on board, man. We're still going. And throw money, like I said. Why not? Throw some dollar bills if you enjoy what you're seeing. All right, our next guest was here not too long ago, and we always love talking to him. Uh, he's got a show coming up at the TLA, and that's uh, not till the end of November. Uh, tickets are on sale today, I believe, and they'll probably... Tickets usually go on sale at either 10 a.m. or noon. Uh, so if you need to get them, get them uh, because you're going to love seeing them. Please welcome Philadelphia's own Mr. Dom Irera. Yeah. Yeah. After you get off your whore ride, go get the tickets. Yeah. <laughs> and does that make me nostalgic for home? <laughs> the old whore ride down, down Washington Avenue. Yeah. Tom, you, you've never had the chance to see it. Actually, we've been doing it for a number of years, and we're always in the studio. We've never seen it as well. We just see video of it. And it's a great time. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it's a proud moment for everybody's parents, too. <laughs> They're not really whores. No, 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 it's, no, no. It, no. It's women, women it's, portraying. It's Halloween. Yeah. They're, they're dressed up as whores. So they're, they're dancers. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly, yeah. sir. Exactly. They're, they're not whores yet. They're not whores. <laughs> oh, they're still hot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dom, did you watch the uh, the ball game last night? I did. I watched it. Uh, you know, uh, I thought Pedro pitched pretty well. Two home runs. Uh, yeah. What do you? I mean, everybody. You know, people are totally cracked me up. They can't. They can't believe they lost. They can't believe they lost. What the Yankees? I mean, if they, you know, I want them to win in seven. That's what's, hopefully that's what'll happen. Yeah, you know what? It was it, it's, it's mildly disappointing. I mean, obviously there's seven games you know, or potentially seven games. Sure, but, but I mean the the uh, everyone the, wants a sweep. Well, I did, especially after the New York Post started the the, the trash talking right from the get go. I mean, they just went for the jugular immediately, and I would love to have seen them just completely wiped out right off the bat. But I was, I was at the gym, and some guy comes in, and uh, this other guy congratulates him. He goes, congratulations on your win. 
right? Like he did something. Right. He had something to do with it. Some guy at a gym in Hollywood with a, a New York Yankees cap on. Like, you know, he, he relates to these guys. <laughs> yeah, I love that also in sports fans. They do it all the time, and you can sort of understand it, but they'll yeah. say, ah, we, we, didn't, we didn't bring it today. Like, yeah. we, we won. We, right, yeah, yeah. Sorry for your loss, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was in New York last night, and I was doing that just not to get beat up. Uh, you, 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 <laughs> were, you, you were saying... I was saying congratulations to all the Yankees fans. Yeah, well, you, you kind of have to, or trainer. just not talk to strangers. Well, <laughs> she wants to look at her. She, can, she wants to survive. <laughs> yeah. I don't you think know. that there's really that much of a rivalry between the two. You know, no. that's what's funny about it. I mean, the Yankees are the Yankees. The Phillies, when I was a kid, the Phillies were so bad that we were allowed to root for one good team from each league. <laughs> and I was like, all the Phillies, when we were kids, all it was like, man, there's only 10 games under 500. You know, yeah. seven more games we can get even. <laughs> that was that was all we hoped for. Surprisingly, there's a lot of Mets fans that have become Yankees fans just because they don't want to vote for the Phillies. Okay, oh. I could, by the default, they, yeah. they just don't want really, to. Really, yeah. I would think it would be the other way around. So because Mets fans hate, hate Yankees yeah. fans. But hate then them. again, when you're talking about a, you know... Uh, Such a rivalry. The rivalry, rivalry within the division, it's, you know... And New York, New York. I mean, come on. You know, why would you root for somebody else's city? No, I do not Because know. they yeah. honestly hate each other. Wow. Uh, I just can't believe that guy the other night, Lee. Yeah, oh, it was amazing. I mean, you talk about like a man, like a guy with a lobotomy. I mean, he had like no nerves. But yeah. what about when he put that the pop up, just like flipped out? I, mean, I thought yeah. it was great. I thought he was just like, hey, whatever. You know? <laughs> I saw him at uh, Katana, this restaurant. Him and uh, Jason Worth were there when they were playing the Dodgers. So I, w I was talking to them a little, and I said, let me ask you this. You got anything you want to say to the fans in Philly? And, and Worth goes, yeah, tell them to boo more. <laughs> to boo <laughs> more? Hey, they, they then he said he can do that. We can do it. It's, it's, and and uh, uh, Lee is, is, a, uh, is a big mother, right? He's, yeah, he's big. He's real athletic looking. But, man, was that... He is like I never seen anybody more relaxed than that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen me do stand up. Yeah, I have. I mean, I'm I'm not that funny, but man, am I relaxed. <laughs> That's your strong point. Is you relaxed? It, well, you know, imagine being like in front of that many people, that cool to pitch. Yeah, yeah. You know? no. I tell you what, and I've said this many times. It, it, what kills me is that they go out there. And if you've ever been, you know, we've done like a few celebrity things where you go out and you're in the stadium and there are people up in the stands and in the seats. There is so much going on and so much that distracts you that I don't know how the hell they stay that focused. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's almost superhuman doing that. I know. And the, uh, the umps have been terrible. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. Well, last night, especially, there were a couple of bad calls. I saw Worth. Uh, what was, was it Worth? Or no, Chase Utley was safe. Yeah. Well, not only that, but uh, he, you know, he should have been walked. No, I don't because people are saying that that's a makeup call. But uh, look at the six pitches that were pitched to him before that. He should have been on base safely with a walk anyway. But like, I, I don't want to be the guy who's you know big crybaby about the calls. But dude, the you umpire, were screaming last night. No, I you mean today. Screaming. I mean today. In the okay. moment, uh, in the moment, I think I'm allowed to scream and give the finger to that little. You kid. were you were flipping off this little kid. They little kept showing nice <laughs> hair, loser. <laughs> Um, I'm like, what did that kid do to you? He wore a Yankees hat. Oh. Um, he was cute, though. No, he was not. <laughs> oh Shut your hole. Right. Uh, uh, well, but, uh, yeah. yeah. It was a frustrating game to watch. Those, but... those guys go, like, way overboard. Man, I hope that kid gets polio. Yeah. yeah. You know, yes. like, hey, he's only a kid. Leave him alone. <laughs> exactly.
It's are like you, a flu, for God's sake. Dom, will you come back uh, this weekend for any of the games, or are you just hanging on the West Coast? No, nah, no, I, I travel too much to yeah. travel for these guys. I mean, I, I'm one of those, I'm, I'm really like a bandwagon fan. If they win, I'm happy. If they lose, I'm over it in five minutes. Right. You know, because I'm a free agent. Like, I was in Boston, right? And these guys say to me, uh, they say, who do you like in American League? I go, I like the Yankees and the Red Sox. They go, you can't like both. I go, I can do whatever I want. I'm from Philly. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell does that have to do with you? Yeah, they, totally. They really care about you? You know? <laughs> that's it's a good motto. We um, don't really care about you. No, I, mean, care. I mean, I you know, I, I root for them because of my nostalgia for the city. But, I mean, what what do I have to do with the Phillies? Charlie, Charlie Manuel, I guess he's the guy closest to my age, as sad as it is. What's <laughs> <laughs> no, funny about Dom is like, almost everybody says that they know Dom. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you were on the phone with your mom this morning, didn't she say something? About it? I, I just yeah. heard Casey oh, going. Yeah, you told me that. Yeah, I just heard Casey going, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll say hi to him for you. No, no, because I was suppo you were supposed to know this guy with the last name Duffy, and I think oh the yeah, last... D Mike Duffy. Nah, but there was another Duffy. Oh, it was like Tony or Troy or something. Oh, right? Tony Duffy, I know. Yeah, Tony Duffy. But he used to. This guy was crazy, man. We used to play basketball, and he would jump up on our back and start licking our neck, <laughs> and he'd make this like what sound. Now, what? You... Yeah, I mean, we'd just be playing basketball, and he would like start humping on you. And and lick your neck and making that sound. Now, how, you know, right. what do you do to, with that? Do you do you punch him? Do you laugh? <laughs> That's what I remember. But I got a call last night from this guy Mike Duffy, and he was telling me he says, you know, my my cousin called me. This is how far down the line it goes. He goes, and she was wondering, do you think Dom can get us tickets for the Brigada? And he go, no. He knows if I got people tickets. All the people I know, there'd be no show. <laughs> it's true because you know everybody. Yep. I mean, do you ever have, do you ever have, because you used to teach, do you have, do you have ex students or former students oh, come yeah. up? Yeah, yeah. I had a guy call me up one time. He goes, listen, I don't want free tickets, but if you can, like, seat us in the front. I said, I'm glad you called because a lot of the times in the afternoon I do the seating charts for the room. Like one time I was doing a thing, you know, Bruce Willis is an old friend of mine to be a name dropper. And, and we're up in New York doing, like, this short film for his birthday. Like, right. a show. And this girl, a uh, beautiful waitress, comes up to me. She goes, can you give Bruce Willis my picture and resume? I go, no, I'm not going to waste it. I said, what do you think What do you think life is? Do you think he sits around casting during the day? <laughs> right. headshot? He's, got, he's got three girls. <laughs> yeah. life. He plays volleyball. You know, well. I don't know what people think. Well, there's not a bad seat in the TLA. I do know that. And, That's uh, a cool place, huh? Oh, it's yeah, awesome. It's, yeah. It's, it's a great joint, and uh, it'll be perfect for your show. And uh, like we said earlier, tickets are on sale today, so make sure that you uh, you do pick those up. And you, guys going, you guys going to any Halloween parties or anything? We just had one last night, actually, which is pretty kick-ass. Yeah. Yeah, you know it's sad. I'm alone on my couch, dressed as Zorro. What a <laughs> I won't let it go. That's, that's that, that, that is depressing. That's a terrifying yeah. thought, actually. All right, well, Dom, we got to run, man. But hey, uh, thanks for having me on. I'll see you hey, soon. Anytime, man. Good to talk All to right, you, boys. Good right. Phil. You got it, brother. Yeah. All right, Dom Irera. Yeah. And uh, the show is it's a Friday after Thanksgiving. Right? Okay. All right, yeah, because we have uh, Saturday, November the 20th. Well, that, that was wrong. Okay, it's, well, anyway. It's Friday the 27th. Get the tickets now. They are on sale. All right, shall we? I, I think they're getting close. It seems that way, doesn't uh, it? Let's check in with the horror ride one more time. Uh, let's go to correspondent uh, Nick McElwain. Uh, Nick, are you there? Press I am here. We are, in fact, getting close finally. We just passed up. Halloween Adventure. Uh, Kathy and I went shopping there. Kathy went shopping for me. They uh, got a really sexy girl costume for me last night. Kathy was a devil. 
Um, so uh, we just had the Halloween Adventure on Columbus Boulevard, and uh, now all three news stations, uh, or three of the four major news stations have showed up. We got the 6ABC chopper flying above us. We got the CBS3 news van to our right. Uh, and then uh, the NBC chopper is flying around somewhere, too. Are, are we going to get in trouble? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes, Nick says undoubtedly yes. yes. Well, it'll all wrap up in just a few minutes. Well, if you're there, this may, who knows, this may be the last haunted horror I've ever have. Yes, yes. And you'll want to be a part of the party. So if you guys are there, you're right at the at the UA Riverview then, right, Nick? Yeah, we just passed the uh, the UA Riverview. And uh, if we're not going to get in trouble with the city of Philadelphia or the Philly cops, then I doubt it because those guys are the best. By the way, thanks to the uh, 3rd District. They're the ones who are out. 3rd District. Love you. Thank you so much. The guys, the, the people from the Philadelphia uh, public school system might have a few issues because we did pass a school bus filled with uh, at 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. Oh, I'm, I'm sure everybody was on their best behavior. Yes, and no actual, uh, by the way, they, they do keep their clothes yeah, on. Yeah, so yeah. We want to, I mean, they're out in I the public, they do. Christ. It's uh, what they're supposed to do, right? Of course, very, we'll find out close. when we see the video. What's that, Nick? Very close, but uh, you know what it's like when, uh, well, you know, when you're in like 6th or 7th grade and you're a free and boy and you see... Um, Three flatbed trucks filled with hot chicks on it. You're, you're nice and reserved and sitting in your seat the entire time. That's yeah, it. of course. You remain nice and quiet and respectful, and you study. It's what you do. They're That's well right. behaved. Yeah. All right, so you guys will be pulling into the lot any second now, because, I mean, I know where, you, where you're at. You can see Club Risque from where you are. Yeah, in fact, the Tahoe, the front Tahoe pressing, is really, it's pulling into Club Risque right now. There we go. Right. We're there. The right right there. has arrived. The Bassett's truck is there. <laughs> oh, they got to have some gadzooks. Well, I tell you what, Nick, uh, we'll probably be there in about an hour or so. So uh, keep everybody pumped up and ready to go. Fill up that club. Get people signed up for the tickets that we're giving away. And we'll see you in just a few minutes. All right? All right, guys. All right. Nick McElwain, the horse bonnet. Haunted Horride. Who's on the other hotline? Oh, is that Matt? Should we go to him real quick? Yeah, let's check out with Matt. Matt, you bringing up the rear? Bring up the rear. It's so cool. This thing is so organized now. Once we get to Christian and Washington, it's like a police escort the rest of the way. Ah, uh, you gotta <laughs> love that. I love it. Also, I want to say I, all the U.S. Coast Guard guys, the Coast Guard building on the left side. Yeah, that's yeah, those right. guys are great. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the so, USS Cleat, I believe, is the yeah, name Yeah, we went the out on that, that one yeah. time, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. All right. They're set snapping pictures and <laughs> like giving us this stuff. It's fun. It, it, it's why we do this. All right, Matt, you going to hang out at Club Escape for a little bit? Where's that? How, how's that work? <laughs> well, we're going to be... Just go inside. We're going to be down there in about an hour. There's no cover, so we'll see you in a little bit, okay? Am I on the list? You're on, you're the, on the list. list. Yes. Plus one? All right. Yeah, All plus, right. <laughs> yeah, plus one. All right, we'll see you in a bit. Matt Cord, our correspondent, the Haunted Horror Ride. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. I need to thank the gang at Mad River for hosting our, our bash yeah. last night. Man, that was a good time, and I tell you what, I wasn't sure what to expect because the game was on last night. Yeah, the but World Series game. By the time uh, the game was about three quarters of the way over, I looked around, I'm like, this place is jam-packed. Yeah, it got packed as the night went on, as the game yeah. got later. I guess people just, you know, came out and, and wanted to watch there. It was fun, and they had TVs everywhere, which was great. And some of the best costumes I've ever seen at any one of our parties. Yeah, I just want to say thank you to uh, Chris, who listens to the show over at Halloween Adventure in Andorra. Uh, I went there last minute because I couldn't think 
think of a costume and I just, you know, picked up the ones that, that they have and he helped me uh, grab a costume. So thank you to Chris. He's a, a huge fan. And you never did show me your panties last night. You were talking about I wasn't going to show them to you. No, oh, you have to work for them. There, yeah. was, there was this girl who was, I was a devil last night and uh, there was another girl there who was a devil and I was walking in. And By the way, she was taller than me and yeah. she, her heels were nothing. They were no. like, they were small. They she were, was they really were stunning. And stunning and statuesque. Beautiful and tall and she was wearing. Yeah, she, she was, she looked really good and her devil costume was these uh, red panties, these like boy shorts from Victoria's Secret. Well, like borderline thong. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm not, I'm not even joking you. I had the same ones on. However, mine were underneath my costume. That Those were her costumes. Yeah. Wow. That was nice. <laughs> yeah, uh, a little different. I have to say hello and thank you to listener Gary Lauer. Uh, he is Lauer? a, yeah, he's a huge fan of the show. Yeah. Bought me a hot dog after the, uh, oh, after the event. Sweet. Yeah. Very, very nice. nice. <laughs> yeah, he was cool. Yeah. Uh, and we, he has a rotary phone. Yes, and, he does. And by the way, phone. yes, we'll tell you that. He'll tell you. We, we have very sexy women that listen to this show because the, the, the ladies went all out last night. It was amazing. Some, some of my favorite sexy costumes ever of our contest. And our calendar night. girls. We had, oh, uh, man. We had Jess. Oh, uh, Jess who looked amazing. Up, uh, Pocahontas. Pocahontas. Yep. Uh, Angela was, uh, from, uh, Jasmine. Jasmine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. It wasn't Angela that was an angel. Who Angela was, was an angel. No, Allison, no, Allison was, an was an angel. Allison, yes, was an angel and, uh, she looked so cute. She had on one of those, uh, little kids skirts that you like steve a little, yeah. a little white one, one. Meant for like a five-year-old yeah, she'll she, wear as an adult and then she had like um i don't know if you guys know what sticky boobs are they're they're basically just up front you know to kind of if, you, if you're wearing like a back you know an open back dress or whatever so she had just that on with uh kind of this little fur on it and then um oh i forget natalie from uh who, who oh, does Fox the body, body show body yeah. Yeah. They paint, she painted wings on the back of Alex. So Alex pretty much just had fur on her boobs, and that was it. Yeah, and by the way, <laughs> Natalie looked amazing. She was a sexy yeah. vampire. Wow, she is a beautiful woman. And uh, and Amanda and Charmaine. Amanda all... was a Doctor Who. Charmaine uh, was what was Charmaine's costume? It was really good. I didn't see Charmaine. Yeah, you know what there. though? The, again, our friend Cosmo, who comes out every time to these uh, to these contests, he is the dude. If you've ever been to one of our Halloween uh, parties, he usually brings the biggest. Freaking costume. <laughs> yeah. and he won. He yeah, brought what was basically the wall of a men's room yeah. with three urinals. Yep. This whole apparatus was attached by, it looked like huge planks attached to his body. He looked like some bizarre Doc Ock. And the way he was, he was facing a urinal the whole yeah. time, like he was peeing, and then he had room for two other people to take a leak, too. And then through the wall was a was sort of a, 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 door. a door that opened up so he could see where he was going. But once he shows up, he can't move, so he <laughs> just stays in the corner. <laughs> he, his costumes are the best, though. I think he did a great job. You know what else I liked? And I don't know the winners of, of the, con the I've costume contest. I've got the list contest, here. I'll tell you but, in a second. Uh, the guy who had the gorilla behind him, and he was stuck in the cage. Yeah. He came in third place. I really liked his he costume. Won, he won 200 bucks. Second place was Optimus Prime. That was a really I saw that. Yeah. That was a late arrival. I didn't. Uh, yeah, it was a late arrival. And then uh, number one, and I, I, I didn't see these guys. Chuck was telling me about him, but it was four guys as Tetris. And uh, they oh, were the, they were like the either. Tetris blocks, huh. and apparently they wow wrote, they had to be good because they had they were they were the Lego Star Wars guys. They were there was there a was general a Grievous the, yeah. who, who had the the four swinging yeah, lightsabers that. actively working. It was and a, unreal. And the Tauntaun, yep, the, and the a dude in a Tauntaun. Yeah, excuse me, it was amazing. Yep. Mike was a Teen Wolf. That was that was our dude, friend that was Mike, my favorite. the Secret Service agent. 
He was one of the first people there, and he he probably had my favorite costume of the night. It was Teen it was Wolf, awesome. and it, he made it. He, he made it made from it different himself, costumes, and it was dead on perfect. He had he had the 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 Beavers, uh, you know, jersey, <laughs> and with the the correct number, and Howard was the name on the back. It was awesome. It was awesome. He he did a great job. Uh, also, a good costume was something about Mary. Yeah, yeah. Did you see her, see and it, the girl no. the girl had her hair up. Sticking, yeah, with the, the, sticking the semen. straight up. Yeah, and then uh, I guess, I don't know if it was her. It was her brother. Was it her brother? Her, her, her came, slow brother? Came as Warren. You know, what was his Warren. name? Warren. Warren. Yeah. yeah, he came as Warren, and he was like in character too said, when I was said, talking to him. I pegged it immediately when she came over, oh, and she yeah. said no one else was getting it. Really? Oh, I totally yeah. got it. Wow. Did yeah. you like the the Watchmen uh, couple? Yes, there was a girl who was, in fact, I think she was supposed to be on the horror ride this morning, uh, who was uh, dressed as Silk Spectre. She yeah. was gorgeous. Uh, and one, as I was leaving, because we obviously got to get up at a ridiculous hour so I, I had to cut out the back i i laughed my ass off these guys dressed up as that beyonce video yeah. uh, yeah, i heard it? about this i, I forgot single the name ladies. of the song single yeah. ladies these dudes were as buff as you could possibly <laughs> imagine i mean cut up weightlifters and they were wearing these you know the leotard bodysuits it i laughed oh. My ass off. They were just <laughs> cracking me up. They, there was so much creativity last night. Very little, and, and I appreciate this because a lot of people try to do the topical news stories as yeah. a, um, as a, a, a costume. I didn't see any balloon babe, uh, balloon boy. I didn't right. see, uh, no, an John Octo Mom. Just one. I, there was a John. A John. Oh, there was. Uh, he was an Asian guy and he was wearing an Ed Hardy shirt and he looked a lot like John. I'm like, you're John Gosselin. He's like, mm. yes. <laughs> it was actually pretty funny. He was pretty good at it. But the, uh, the other, uh, final five were, uh, uh, Cosmo, the urinal guy, he, yep. he was on there, uh, and then the Lego Star Wars people were part of the uh, uh, the final five. But there were so many great costumes. I think uh, the best staff costume should go to uh, Bill Weston. <gasps> what was he this year? Gene Bill Weston Simmons. was Gene Simmons. But his, the face makeup and the little ponytail was yeah, awesome. yeah. And by the way, he had given his Scooby Doo costume to Rabbi, which Casey started calling him Scooby Jew. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which good. Rabbi loved. So it, it was a great time last night. So thanks to all who came out. And uh, hopefully you'll be able to join us next year. All right, so we're slowly running out of time. we got to do this quick. Yes. Uh, let's, talk to, let's talk to Mark here. Uh, the Abate Toy Run is coming up again. It is this weekend. This thing is massive. It's, it's, I mean, It's just, something to be proud of, too. Absolutely. Please welcome Mark Schultz from yeah. Abate. Gadzooks, you bitches. How you doing, bitch? Good to see you, man. How was the horror ride? You were down there, right? Hey, I was down there. Let me tell you. Thank God you had me on the show because it got me away. I would have gotten in trouble. Listen, half my crew's on that run there. You know, there's guys. Rusty's on the fire truck. But listen, I don't want to take up too much time, man. You had some great shows this morning. Mark Summers was here. Right, he's awesome, isn't he? What a, what a great cause he's out for. And, uh... I'm here to let everybody know that we're going to take about 100,000 toys to the sick kids at Children's Hospital. Wow. Uh, right now, more than ever, they need more toys than they can ever possibly get because they got more kids yeah. than they ever possibly had. This swine flu is yep. sweeping. Yep. And the hospital, they're doing about 700, I believe, and they got five ER waiting rooms. Yeah. Yeah. The, it, the it, hospital it's, is it's out of control. Code red right now, closed down. We can't even go in. We're going to go up outside the place. Everything we normally see inside the hospital, the hospital's going to make sure it's outside. Right. So all the posters, the kids in the windows, all that stuff is going to be there. They're going to see us. But uh, they need. if you're going to bring one toy, please bring five. If you okay. Can. 
I tell you what, it's such an inspiring thing. I mean, you know, when you see the pictures, when you see the video, when you see, and when you can, you can hear it, you know, as well. It's an amazing thing that you guys pull together. I mean, how do people get involved? How do they, how do they contribute? Where do they go to? 20, 29 years we've been doing this. Yeah. And uh, finally the city's charging us. Check that out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, uh, I'll be at Delaware and Spring Garden all weekend outside Cavanaugh River Deck. Uh, Whitehorse RVs provided me, uh, thanks to MMR, yeah. uh, with a luxurious tour bus style RV, I'm told. But yeah, we'll yeah. see what we get when we get there. Um, I'll be there. You can bring a toy down if you're not riding in the bike. Uh, the run's going to uh, start lining up about 8, 9 a.m. on Sunday morning at Delaware and Spring Garden Street, and we'll take off at noon. There's going to be a big problem. 76 is getting shut down. 676 is getting shut down. And this guy Obama's coming into town. Oh. Okay, on Sunday, 95's getting shut down. Whoa. So listen, city. Get get here. You got the cure going on yep. in the city. You got a walk coming across the bridge. Yep. They're closing Ben Franklin. Um, you have just, been warned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interrupt me. Go ahead, Casey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, there are a lot of things that are going on on Sunday morning. Uh, I'm, I am doing the, this, the Race for Hope on Sunday morning. Yes, but hope. then I'm going straight Sorry. over to the abate run uh, as soon as that's over. Because on your Vespa. Yeah, a lot of these 5K runs and walks that are happen happening uh, are happening early enough that you can do this and then head over to the Abate Toy Run. All right, so, so you're not in direct conflict. No, no, because the the, the I'm sorry the the race for hope is going on West River Drive, and then the the walk for uh, the the hydrocephalus is going on on uh, Kelly Drive. Then there's also the uh, 5K run and walk uh, that is for the Free to Breathe Org. That's happening, and that is going on uh, the North Concourse Drive. Fairmount Park, and all of these walks are happening early enough that you can do that and then head over to the Abate Toy Run. There's just so much charity going on yeah. in the city of brotherly love. Right. It just makes me ill. Hey, Mark, uh, Somebody <laughs> help me. Yeah, yeah. Because I've been doing this for 18 years now, and I have to just real quickly thank Tony Luke's kickstart yeah. at the City yeah. Fund. We're right. calling it the City Fund because they came out and needed $30,000 to help block some streets for us. So the managing director's office got, got a check yesterday for that. Uh, the trade unions of Philadelphia, they all kicked in and helped us raise that fund when Tony Luke started it with Jim Stakes and Pat Stakes. Um, you know, like I said, Whitehorse RV. And I gotta, you know, let you know that, uh, a little girl named Lydia Fredericks, who, uh, passed away in 2006 was my inspiration this year. And I know she was watching over us right. and helped us with this this year. So this one goes out to Lydia Fredericks. Um, thank you, darling. Watch wow. out for us on Sunday. So awesome. don't, and, and now more than ever, as many toys as you can pony as up. Many toys as you can pony Mark, up. Mark, when, right. when are you starting to camp out at, uh, at, uh, as soon as I get out of Club Risk Gas. <laughs> At Kavanaugh's. Okay. Listen, I, it, it, as soon as I get out of here, you know, okay. I'm going to head down there and I'll be down there until the run kicks off on Sunday. So, right. you know, All stop right. by, see me at any time. Hopefully you guys will mention me yep. throughout. Don't forget the batteries. Everyone needs batteries. Okay. Awesome. All right, man. We'll do it. Mark, always good to see you. Good luck, man. Thanks, guys. All right. You got it. Mark Schultz. Yeah. yeah. Eight and the toy run. Sunday. It's it's an awe-inspiring sight. It is, it is. Awesome. so big. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Hey, listen, we're gonna we're gonna do the bizarre file, but this uh, this has to be mentioned. It's not quite bizarre file worthy, but I found this quite interesting. Did you know uh, that the outdoor seating at Pat's? King of Steaks is not legal. <laughs> I, that blew my mind. What? You what? figured if anything, 
that uh, that would be one of the first that got the agreement to have outdoor seating. Uh, license and ex- and inspections, L&I. Uh, apparently, just somebody did a, a check just to make sure things were up to code, and they realized that uh, there was no code or something along those lines. They found out that they were not allowed to have outdoor seating. They just put it out there without getting the proper... Uh, go ahead from uh, from L and I for that. Um, that is, I, I can't even believe that. I mean, and it's not like it's this big elaborate seating. It's like no, no. it's like table, you know, like picnic tables almost that are just set up, little tables and chairs. But, but it's it, a, it's it, a mainstay of Philadelphia. Absolutely. Is, are they going to do anything, or can they do anything? I think they are working on the the councilman. I think that might be uh, DeChico's uh, territory. Yeah. It's is, a DeChico is going to work on uh, on on a bill that they're going to try to get approved for for both Pat's and just Gito's. to allow it to continue. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you, you can't get rid of that. L&I is amazing for the things they find. They'll, like, you know, find that this is illegal. They'll walk around the link and bust the little, like, Boy Scouts that are selling popcorn. and if the, they don't uh, have a, a permit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, or the whoa. cheerleaders collecting it's kind, money. It's, it's kind of what they're supposed to do, yeah. though, yeah. That's really funny because how long have these seats been out there? They, I'm d- have they indicated how many decades? And those seats are important because it doesn't matter how cold it is. People I have are to, sitting there. I have to sit there yeah. and freeze my ass off as I'm chewing And, dude, on you'll see the steam rising off. The- uh-huh. <laughs> it's wild. The funniest is that... You know, a couple of uh, years ago, after a Halloween party that we had on <laughs> at the TLA, we were sitting there, and I'm in like footy pajamas, and I got hair and pigtails, and I'm just I'm eating, and I can't. Re- were you sitting with us, Marissa? No, I I came up, and I was in a little nurse's uniform, and I didn't want to stand in line. And I said, uh, I, I'm I'm sitting there, and it was just like this surreal setting because we're just sitting around a table. My brother was in footy pajamas, and somebody was dressed in something else, and I said, "This is a picture waiting to happen," and literally. One second later, these people stop the car, snap a photo with their um, <laughs> with their digital. Did you camera. ever get a copy of it? No, no. I told them to, uh, to send yeah. it to us. I'm like, you got to email this to, to Casey at WMMR, and they didn't do it. Listen, I had just... one one of the most perfectly timed Philadelphia moments sitting in those seats. I was uh, my buddy Steve was in from out of town. He's from St. Louis, my longtime best friend, and uh, it was Sunday, and he was flying out. And I'm like, all right, well, on the way to the airport, we'll stop off. We'll go to Pat's. We'll get a cheesesteak, and we'll send you on your way. Sunday, game day, all right? So uh, we're sitting at, at one of these seats, and, dude, this could not have been timed out more perfectly. Guy pulls up in a car in an Eagles jersey, oh, yeah. pulls up to the curb <laughs> right next to where we're sitting, opens the door, pukes on the street, <laughs> shuts the door, and drives off. And without missing a beat, I turn him and I go, welcome to Philadelphia, <laughs> Steve. Oh my God, that was perfect! So uh, that's just about right. So you yeah. can't get rid of those seats. No. I mean, come on, too many great things happen there. But they're they're going to work on on passing some legislation that will allow them to special do dispensation. Bill. Yeah, I think that district also belongs to uh, Bob Brady, who we found out is a fan of the show. Oh, really? Yeah. All right, Bob, get on it. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, they'll just get the, they'll get a code and, and get ah! it going. But I had no idea that that was apparently Ill- illegal for all these years. Uh, yes, I, I just want to say one thing because I completely forgot. I know we already talked about the Halloween party, but I have to say that my favorite costume was uh, Chuck D'Amico, who came as my husband. That's oh, right. Yeah. Chuck he was dressed as Bubba. Yeah, he came as my husband. So thank you, Chuck. It was very funny and gave us all a laugh. All right, we got to do the bizarre file, so let's do it now. And now WMMR presents. Uh, let's see, uh, Casey, this one is for you. Oh, thanks. A man dressed in a cow suit 
was charged with driving while intoxicated Sunday after driving his car into the Niagara River. Really? Casey used to dress in a cow suit when he went to college. I have a picture of it. I'll send it to you. Uh, police were hey, called don't need to, do that. to a <laughs> water treatment plant for a call of a person in a cow suit showing up, asking for help, and then running away just after 3 a.m. When officers arrived... This I need to be milked! Listen to this. It gets weird. When officers arrived, they found Jeffrey S. Barber walking along the... Jeffrey S. Barber? Jeffrey S. Barber walking along the south fence of the plant and asked how to uh, come over to the car er, and asked him to come over to the car. His cow suit was noticeably soaked with water from the chest down. Uh, When asked what had happened, Barber said, I just drove my car into the water. Uh, Barber went on to say that he had been driving back to his home from a party when his GPS device told him to take a right and get onto I-90. He took a hard right at the time, leading him down Aqua Lane off the small boat docks and into the Niagara River. Aqua Lane should have been an indicator. The car's engine and electrical system stopped working, so Barber said that he smashed the window with his with his left palm. Uh, let me see here. They, I lost my place. All right, uh, thank you. He can't see without his glasses. He uh, smashed the, the window with his left palm like he saw how to do on TV. Yeah. Uh, he then climbed out, cutting his left hand and getting shards of glass into the left front pocket of his coat. After making his way into the water buildings, which is a, it's an, uh, a, uh, like a waterworks plant, which he mistook for the University of Buffalo campus, <laughs> Barber asked for help through the building's public speaker, speaker system. <laughs> Uh, once officers made sure that Barber was safe, they went to locate his car to make sure that there were no passengers. Barber said he was riding alone, but when officers smelled the odor of alcohol in his breath, they wanted to make sure. To their surprise, the car was nowhere to be found. They conducted, they got a dive team, all right? They went out, and they found the car about 50 feet from the shore, hauled it back, and they located four whiskey bottles, three beer bottles, and the head of a cow costume in the vehicle. <laughs> wow. He allegedly failed multiple field sobriety tests. 50 love, feet? So he, he rocketed right Oh, yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, I love that story. Uh, swimmers were warned that a massive monster shark was prowling off a popular Australian beach, one that nearly bit a 10-foot great white shark in half last week. Did you see the pictures of this? Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, it almost bit this shark right in half. Mega shark? Me- it's, it's a mega shark. <laughs> mega shark. Uh, based on the bite marks, experts say the large shark must have been twice its victim size. The... The relatively smaller Great White was hooked on a baited drum line when it was attacked and was still alive when it was hauled onto a boat. The fatally wounded shark was found just a few miles away from the island's popular beaches, a haven for surfers and bathers. And uh, they said that uh, the cannibal thing is what Great Whites do. They don't care what they eat. They'll eat anything, even their own kind. And they say I just don't care. It said it would be. I will eat anything. I will eat my own ass if I'm hungry enough. It uh, it would be what I do. I'm a shark. It, it, would be, it would be sensible not to swim in that area for a while, they said, but it's pretty amazing. Just imagine a 20, 25-foot great white bearing down on you. Oh, my God. Are you Dude. kidding me? And then uh, we'll It's do- okay, though, because they also have those box jellyfish, so it's good swimming time down there. We'll do one more quick story, and then wrap it up. An Iowa City man has been charged with assault after getting into a broom fight with a woman. A broom fight? Yes. <laughs> uh, the fight began when a 54-year-old man was awakened early Tuesday by a woman cleaning the house. Authorities said an argument between the two escalated into the fight with the man pushing the woman and hitting her with a broom handle, causing minor cuts. The woman grabbed a broom of her own to defend herself. They were basically having a sword fight with brooms. brooms. Uh, She struck the man in the head, causing a bump, and investigators determined the man was the primary aggressor in the assault. God damn, yeah! 
he was charged with domestic abuse, assault without intent, and uh, causing an injury as well. And we'll just wrap it up right there, my friend. You be following. Oh, I love trash. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, it's brought to you by Captain Morgan Original Spiced Rum, a taste for any season. Please drink responsibly. Captain's orders. What's going on, Steve? Well, Nadine Alexi, a nanny for Anna Nicole Smith, is claiming that the drug-addled former playmate often spent days in bed laying in her own vomit and feces. Whoa. And while that might seem disgusting, Alexi points out that Smith spent just as many days laying in other people's vomit and feces. You want to kiss me? No. <laughs> According to Entertainment Weekly, there's going to be a same-sex storyline guaranteed to push the boundaries of 90210. And by Ooh. pushing 90210 boundaries, the producers mean that both people playing the gay couple will be able to act. Oh. <laughs> And finally, Mark McLeod, the 53-year-old Miley Cyrus stalker, will not face attempted stalking charges after a jury ruled there were not there was not enough evidence. McLeod issued a statement saying, "Quote: I am grateful and encouraged by the court." Oh, oh, God. That's your Hollywood trash. <laughs> wow. Okay. They just um, figured it was uh, not enough evidence there. <laughs> Let's get to music news. 93.3 WMMR. Preston and Steve's Music News. Oh, yeah! And this is brought to you by Night of Terror, Creamy Acres Farm in Mullica Hill, New Jersey. Open every day this week. Visit nightofterror.com. That's nightofterror.com. Uh, with Halloween right around the corner, Slipknot wraps up its three-week fall tour. Sorry, we have to move on. I'm not. I haven't even gotten started yet. No, they're wrapping up the tour. Uh, oh, yeah. on the uh, uh, their fall tour on Halloween in Las Vegas by headlining a three day horror festival called Three Day Horror Fest. The Trinity of Terrors. No, the Sp Trinity of Terror. No, it wasn't good. No, okay, sponsored by long-running genre magazine Fangoria. It's not funny. Although he'll be working this year, uh, the singer and self-described horror geek Corey Taylor uh, talks about some of his favorite movies to watch for Halloween. What? <laughs> I knew that's exactly what was going through it's your not mind. Funny! Here are some of his favorite movies to watch on Halloween. Steve, you like this. The Mothman Prophecies, he says, is an amazing movie. Love it. It's even more chilling that it's based on true events. Especially if you have clothes you don't like uh, eaten by moths. Uh, awesome. Donnie, that doesn't sound Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko is just a completely twisted movie. But as far as good time standbys, uh, you've got From Dusk Till Dawn. Yep. All the Halloweens. He said the first two are really amazing and the rest are kind of campy. But if you really want to get into the Halloween spirit, that's the thing to do. Just the first one. The rest are crap. Uh, Foo Fighters have announced that they will stage a live performance at their Studio 606 rehearsal and recording complex in California on Friday with the show being webcast live on Facebook. Cool. Uh, the band has set up a live on Facebook from Studio 606 page where fans can watch the concert, which begins at 10 o'clock. Maybe and, I'll super poke them. And uh, fans <laughs> will be allowed to comment, make requests, and interact with the band in real time via Facebook and Twitter during the set. And since this is Foo Fighters, Marissa has a comment. Marissa? Because oh, no, Rabbi just gave me the Greatest Hits album. <gasps> and it's awesome. It's like a little book and it's a double album and it's got some old pictures and stuff in it. So Does that come out cool. now? Tuesday. Or this coming Tuesday. Okay, Tuesday. so look for that. But you can very, check out. very happy <laughs> <laughs> to have this in my hands. <laughs> Uh, so you can check out that live concert. Listen to this. While we were watching the um, uh, World Series last night, there was another event that was taking place in New York. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame concert. 
Uh, Bruce Springsteen, E Street Band, Crosby, Stills and Nash, Stevie Wonder, John Fogarty, Simon and Garfunkel, Smokey Robinson, and Jackson Brown were just a few. Wow, of the legends who were at Madison Square Garden last night to kick off night one of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 25th anniversary concerts. How many nights? Is it two more nights? Uh, you know what? I don't know how many. I know there's another one tonight. One more night. One says one more night. Uh, Tom Hanks, who was one of the event's producers, introduced the event, which was peppered with amazing archival footage and many documentaries throughout the show. Perhaps the highlight of the night was Billy Joel singing, uh, sitting in with the E Street Band for uh, venue-shaking versions of his own You May Be Right, Only the Good Die Young, New York State of Mind, and Born to Run, with the last three featuring Springsteen and Joel trading off verses. Uh, Crosby, Sills, and Nash did Woodstock, Marrakesh Express, Almost Cut My Hair, Midnight Rider with Bonnie Raitt, uh, The Pretender with Jackson Brown. They did Mexico with James Taylor. Wow. And all three guests sang on Teacher Children. All right, man, I hope they're doing awesome. that. a video of yeah, that. Yeah, do they? Do they usually release they, like a DVD this, or something? I they think should, they're going yeah. to. They record that and show it on VH1, don't they? Yeah, I don't I don't know. Bill, do you know if they're going to do this? Uh, yeah, they're going to, they're going to, uh, I think it's going to be a four-hour special on HBO in a couple weeks. And all oh, the proceeds will go to help right. Messiah. Warriors. Oh, so. stop it. <laughs> oh my God. Listen to this. I have more. Paul Simon said uh, Dion came on and did The Wanderer with him. Crosby, Stills, and Nash did uh, uh, The Beatles' Here Comes the Sun with him. Uh, Simon and Garfunkel played The Sounds of Silence. Mrs. Robinson. Man. Uh, the Boxer, which is one of my all-time it's favorite a great songs. Song. No, it's not <laughs> yeah. that. It's not a... That. No, sorry. I was just confused. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's The Sounds of Silence. What? The boxer is la la la. I guess you're gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they did the boxer bridge. You know, they never liked the uh, apparently the way that the sound of silence was produced for the graduate. You know, it was used in the graduate, the movie, the graduate. Yeah, they they never liked the production on that. That's so the, crazy. the way it became the hit. Paul Simon's not a big fan of. Well, it's, it's a masterpiece. It's supposed to be with a tuba. Oh, that yeah. would have changed it. Uh, Bridge Over Trouble Water and Cecilia. Stevie Wonder apparently had a lot of sound problems. They had a real issue with it, but one thing, once they got it going, uh, he did uh, versions of uh, Blowing in the Wind. I was wow. Made, I was made to love her for once in my life. Uh, signed, sealed, delivered. <laughs> Is that the tuba player? Yeah. It's the tuba version of Sound of Silence. Uh, Smokey Robinson got up with him and performed the tracks of My Tears, and John Legend sang Marvin Gaye's Mercy, Mercy Me. That's got to be Great awesome. Great song. Uh, before joining Wonder on keyboards for a rendition of Michael Jackson's The Way You Make Me Feel. Uh, and also, Sting got in and played bass for a medley of Stevie Wonder's hit, Higher Ground, and The Police's Roxanne. Uh, Jeff Beck played guitar on Superstition. And How long was this show? It had to have been really long. And tonight, dude... U2, Beck, Buddy Guy, Metallica, Ozzy Osbourne, Ray Davies, Aretha Franklin, Annie Lennox, Lenny and Kravitz, Dharma. Jerry Lee Lewis, and a whole bunch of others. So that is flat out awesome. It's amazing. Wait till I see that. One more, Jeffrey Ross. Solo. Jeffrey Ross was tweeting during it, and he said, uh, Tom Morello came out with Springsteen and played London Calling. Wow, yeah, and he's a huge uh, uh, Clash fan. He inducted them into the Rock and Roll uh -huh. Hall of Fame. That's pretty cool. That's going to be cool. All right, so there, there, blah, blah, blah. that is your music yeah, news. Exactly. I'm just a... Blown away by Is there uh, some of the, uh, uh, you know, just improv that you have been known, to, uh, been come to known as? <laughs> it's Friday. We'll be right back. Yeah. Preston and Steve Rock on 93.3 WMMR. Uh, let me see here. Uh, a couple of thank yous. Thanks to uh, our guest, Dom Irera. Always Woo! good to talk to him. Dom's at the TLA November 27th, LiveNation.com for tickets, which go on sale today at noon. He's a local Philly guy. Great. He knows the nuance of the city. <laughs> He's as Philly as you can get. Absolutely. Uh, always awesome to have Mark Summers in, man. Yeah. 
Mark is such a great guy and always a, a good guest to have on. He's here to uh, to talk about the um, it's the race for hope, which is on Sunday, and it's going to be right in front of the art museum. Uh, and if you'd like to come out, they said uh, people should arrive on eight. And the it's not really a race; it's a walk or a run, I guess. Well, but you know, it's timed and it's sanctioned and all that stuff. Okay, so. all right, it's well, an amble. Nine a.m. Yeah. is when that's going to start. Uh, and then another big event going on uh, that day is the Abate Toy Run. Thank you to Mark Schultz. <laughs> Uh, for stopping in, and it almost didn't happen this year. Uh, but people like Tony Luke stepped up and and uh, yeah. and got the thing going and uh, have uh, raised the funds, and it's going to happen. Yeah, and I talked to Tony; he'll be down there. And uh, it's it's actually it's a really really cool event. It's a, it's an amazing spectacle. So I will be down there on the on the General Leroy is the name of my you. Bring, so you're bringing your hog? <laughs> yes, I am. I still th- I liked the uh, the cooter scooter. No, no, I like the, the cream, cream cycle. cycle. The only thing I don't like about the cream cycle is that I didn't come up with it. It's oh, the only right. thing you know, I feel like I got it's like you know having somebody else name your pet, you know. You so that's why it. you couldn't use Cooter Scooter. Then. That's why I couldn't use Cooter. Well, probably scooter. because your wife wouldn't dig Cooter Scooter <laughs> as well. And um, Pierre will be at the abate run too. Yeah, of course he's no, always there. I'll be there too before the Eagles game. Okay, oh, will you? I will. Be. I'm going to do it because I'm leaving my car there Saturday night after Pearl Jam. <laughs> Wow, so leaving it my, where? I'm going to leave it at the Wachovia Center. Is this where the is this where it wraps up or? Uh, well, no, I'll get a ride. Well, no, Jack over. Kerouac did less traveling than you do. <laughs> I'll get a ride over to the uh, the link then afterwards. Okay, all right. Well, anyhow, a lo- lot of activity this weekend. Uh, we do. You got the letter? I do. All right. Well, let's do that. Let's I do the do, my friend. Letter of the day. Preston and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. Now the daily letter. All right. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the oh, letter. Here it comes. Wait up. Oh! Yes! He's arrived just in time. I love it. How'd he do, P.M.? You kind of look like Stevie Nicks there for a second coming in. And the gypsy video. Thank you. Age of 17. (laughs) Wow, what a stunning rendition of... Of Stevie Nicks. How are you, Pierre? Excellent. All right, the music's rolling. What letter do we have for today? Uh, L is in uh, ladder. All right. Ladder. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. The correct answer is going to get a Wii, which we will give to you, which should be very nice. What a great time last night, huh, man? You know, I I didn't think we'd have a great attendance. I didn't either. of the game and yeah. stuff. And, uh, and it's a small club, but they've done a great job with that club. And... Uh, it was oh, it was packed. Yeah, it, it was. It, it was probably we were saying our, our favorite of the Halloween contest that we've had. Yeah, yeah it, it was fun. People were having uh, just a great time. About yeah. three quarters of the way into the game, I'm like, I, all of a sudden I look around because it started off, you know, just a handful of people, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be the whole night. About three quarters of the way through the game, I'm like, this place is jam packed. <laughs> it was fantastic. It and really was. So many good creative costumes last night. Uh, did you stay for the end of the I, costume contest? Yeah, I stayed till the very end and gave out the five hundred dollar grant. Prize uh, to the uh, gorilla holding the cage, right? No, Tetris the people. Tetris. Oh, the Tetris, Tetris. That's right. Gorilla holding the cage was one of the finalists. Yeah, he was third. Um, and then the the um, the urinal, the robot, the robot. Oh, oh all right. Optimus one. Prime. Yeah, I thought the urinal was the best one. That was my very favorite one. The damn thing flushed. You did yeah. it. Yeah. I had a. Wall. I didn't even notice that. He he had a wall that on one side of the cardboard thing said men and women. On the other side, it was the men's room, and he was attached to one urinal. There were one on either side, and he had a device that could actually make them flush. 
And I thought, man, that's bizarre and creative. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Um, and it was made out of cardboard. Yeah. Most of it. Uh, so, and as was Optimus Prime. And I said to Optimus Prime, dude, you should come to the Cardboard Classic. Yes. All you need is a skate below you or a sled below <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, you're good you to go. Go right down the hill. Yeah, there are a lot of, yeah. a lot of those people last night were made stuff that could be used at the Cardboard Classic. Uh, all right, let's see if we can get an answer to the, uh, or find out what the word of the week is. Uh, to the phones we go. Our first caller in is Sam. Hey there, Sam. Very good. All right, Sam, what's the word? The word is wheel. Great. All right, Sam, since you, got, since you got that right, we're going to give you a wee courtesy of the new KFC $5 Madden NFL box. All right, my man? Awesome. Hang Thank on just you. a second. You got it, buddy. Don't forget, cho choose from uh, six KFC favorites plus a side and a Madden NFL cup. Unthink the, the unthink and taste the unside. Dude, this is, there, is so uh, some of the uh, 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 you know just improv that you have been known to, uh, become to known as the Wana and the Tua. <laughs> Start over. Will you try to read this? All right, Un here, unthink and taste the unsub side of KFC. There right. you go. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Taste the but that's what they want me to KFC. say, and and I said it. It's How like it's like the Masonic that's... handshake. Yeah. It's well, meant to be cryptic. <laughs> well, it's like a, right now there are people. Chicken people who are nodding, going, <laughs> I understand. Later on, around three o'clock, they'll meet in a field. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that means. I'm, I'm, I know oh. that I love so the chicken. I'm, That's wait, all so I know. I'm like Tokyo Rose. I'm yes, giving out these, these coded messages. Hey, hey you GIs. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had the boneless chicken? I'm almost through the latest Dan Brown novel, in fact, and it's all about the Masonic uh, thing. So uh, you, you know, know I have that book at home. I have not started yeah, it yet. Is it as good as the others? It's, I don't think it's quite as good, but it's fun. Okay. So, all right. I I'm halfway get through Where the Wild Things Are right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like Ten five pages. pages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. He's, um, uh, he's giving up. He's getting the book on tape yeah. version. Uh, let me see. Pierre, what's coming up on the show today? Well, yeah. we are, are uh, we're living in history. A friend of mine said, do you realize you, you guys at MMR are going through history? I said, how? She, uh, she said, well, you're seeing these final shows at the Spectrum, plus the World Series is happening. And you guys are in the middle of all of it. And true. I hadn't thought of it, but it's really quite true. So our history continues tonight uh, with uh, the last two nights at the Spectrum, this evening and tomorrow. Tomorrow being Halloween. And there uh, is the game tonight or tomorrow? tomorrow. It's tomorrow, tomorrow night. night. So we got that tomorrow as well. And we got uh, and all the South Philly is just going to be mess. Oh, Can you imagine how crazy and how fun and how wild it's going to be? Yeah. So Pearl Jam tonight, I'm going to interview Stone Gossard as well tonight. Excellent. Uh, so that'll be fun. Great guitar player from Pearl Jam. Uh, but and then on the pro program today, we'll have Pearl Jam. Uh, probably almost every hour I will play something from them as well as a huge Halloween block. I love Frankenstein, by the way. Little yes. Way yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Excellent. Stick with Pierre. He's got it all for you. Yeah, i got to thank our sponsor, Steven Singer Jewelers, the other corner of 8th and Walnut, or IHateStevenSinger.com. Also, uh, the world's most refreshing beer, Frost Brewed, Coors Light, and also Goodwill. Go green, save green, and make a Goodwill this Halloween. On our show next week, we will have comedian Kevin Hart in studio, uh, Scott Wolf, Jody Sweeten, George Lopez, Jim Florentine, wow. Joe Matteris, and more. So it's going to be another busy, busy week. week. And uh, Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus is coming up. We have a couple of announcements. 
announcements next week, too, from what I understand. We've got to get ready for the camp out for hunger and also the Totally Office calendar. Exactly, yes. So there are parties on the way. So uh, please have a great and safe Halloween weekend. We will see you at Club Risque in about 10 or 15 minutes. Let's go, right? boys. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Ray John, have a great weekend, gang. We'll see you. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Line. Come on, Bill. Get the f- bats off your goddamn shoulders. 22 or 25 first pitch strike. Swing, for God's sake. Next message. This is a big love you. I came home to my Marine on my front doorstep, surprising me after a year of being away. And I love you, love you, love you, baby. Go Next message. You decide, oh, I'm going to get cable in a house that's never had cable. Oh, I have a bamboo jungle in my mother front yard. What is wrong with you? You don't live in Korea! I'm so glad you shared. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks.